Okay, this is Rona Geek Official Podcast, episode 55, and we are deep in discussion here. So this is Alex Austin and... I am with Twizzler in his mouth. Rob with less Twizzler in his mouth. But still has no some Twizzler. But has no association with his Twizzler that's in his mouth. <laughs> this is the greatest Twizzler <laughs> just, plug of all time. Let's just, let's just make that a... That that clear. <laughs> they're they're gonna they're gonna pay us for that one. I bet. Uh, so we're deep in discussion about Orna here. So we covered this last week. So you can go back and listen to that. I think we timestamped it if you just want to hear about the game. But we're trying to catch up a little bit and see what's going on in it. And um, so what I'm saying is, you remember how last week we talked about it? And I was I mentioned that the gamer spot was really good with this, the G spot. So it was good because oh, yeah. yeah yeah. So, so I, it, at first I felt compelled to spend money because the game was good enough, and I didn't feel like it was really you know. I didn't feel like it was really raking me over the coals for Plus cash Plus, it wasn't or like money, 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 money. Give me money. It yeah, felt right. more like, hey, listen, man, I made this game. It was a really cool game. Help me out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it felt more like a, I'm giving you money options so that you know I'm at least not a hobo on but the street. But I'm not twisting your arm. Right. Yeah. But, but there's yeah. no there's no constant warnings of you got to bet. You got to pay. You got to right. pay. You gotta and you no never ads. you never no run ads. out of access to and, potions. Yeah. Right, you can always get more, so and they're and they keep leveling shit. up. Yeah, they're super cheap. Mm-hmm. And um, so where I'm at now, basically, though, is, is it's getting kind of tricky. So what happens every 50 levels for the first two times, so like at level 50 and level 100, the game kind of resets itself in terms of what enemies spawn and attack you, right? Yeah. So, so by the time you're at like level 48, 49, you're just breezing through enemies, just cutting them down, right? Because you're basically at or higher level than everything you're fighting, and you're very strong compared to them. Yep. Same thing once you're level 98, 99. So you're very, very strong compared to the enemies around you. But once you hit 100, all of a sudden you start seeing enemies going up to maybe like 125, right? So right now where I'm at in the game is I'm like level 118 and a half. And the leveling has become very slow because the amount of amount of experience I need to gain each level keeps growing. But the enemies that I'm fighting aren't getting exponentially stronger yet. I think I need to hit level 120 or 125 for that yeah. to happen again next. And and I really need it to happen. So it's getting tougher to level up uh, just based on what I'm doing. So <laughs> the max the max experience that I get when I use like the the mana potion and stuff like that is maybe like 70k. So but we're talking about like I don't even know how much. Like just a hundred million, <laughs> like it's some they, ridiculous number. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some crazy amount that you actually need to level up. We need the um, population of Earth in order to level. Which, yeah. by the way, have you guys taken over much area? No, I have. I have. Yeah, I've taken over one area. Amanda, there's a huge fight going on um, near my house. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, Amanda's in our party as well. My my wife, and uh, she keeps taking over an area, and another guy took it. She took it over again. The yeah. guy took it back. So she oh, took yeah? it back. And then there was a third challenger that showed up today. Oh, my God. She's, she just kind of, at one point, she just looks over at me and goes, there's a third motherfucker around here. <laughs> awesome. That's See, great. that's the thing I like about this game right now, and, and I hope it does become more popular, but at the same time, I'm happy that it's not because it feels like you're like playing submarine when there's like almost no enemies in the water yeah and you're just constantly like okay we're good we're good motherfucker yeah somebody just fired a torpedo at us (laughs) god damn it so get on the horn tell the other four or five people i know that there's somebody else in the area (laughs) yeah so and then have you have you gone around to see who's taken areas Around you is it is it all oh, yeah. is it all Texas Army people? Fuck yeah! Oh my god! There like, is one uh, thing they're spoofing, man. I want to know. You. It all is is all Texas Army, but you know T A Gibbs. Yeah, he's got a girlfriend. Does he? There's a T A Queen Gibbs. 
character. Whoa. Right? No shit. She's just as powerful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so man, Texas... I've played with two phones before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking about doing, actually. So that might oh, not be a bad idea. If you do, though, uh, we're going to get you in the party. Well, I was going to... Well, I'm, I'm not too terribly far from starting a kingdom, so I got 43 areas I control now. Nice. And then uh, we're going up to... We're going camping here in, in the next couple days. And you're going to so try and take the zone? Amanda's going to hit it on the way up there. Oh, you got her into this. Oh uh, well, no, she's she's just doing it on mine. So like oh. she, she can capture areas as we drive along. So I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna take some back roads up there because there's areas like yeah. everywhere. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just most areas probably haven't been claimed. Like ninety percent probably haven't well, been. Claimed. You can yeah. rename areas, eh? Even even well, like cost yeah yeah you can yeah. But there's even you like rename a road even up here can. near my house, like the road that's called my road, but mm-hmm. south going south that way. Yep. Like was all unclaimed, and a bunch of areas out by her brother's house were all unclaimed. So I got all that. So, nice. so there's areas nearby that are unclaimed. I own Nathan's place. Do you? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah I guess yeah. that makes sense. You were just there when I was on my way there. Dairy freeze too. Oh, that's a good. Oh place no, to have. So I think somebody took it. Uh, took somebody, it back. Somebody took it back. But yeah. it's not. It's not Gibbs, eh? It's no. not the Texan army. No. no, there's somebody else out there. Good. Then we can. Own there's a couple that people place. down here. Yeah, in South Windsor. Yeah, yeah. There's people who are. Playing so I've this taken. Game. I've oh, taken yeah. areas that got taken back. We're. It's not. I kind of like it because it's not constant competition. There was a while in Pokemon where you would take an arena and you'd walk away, and by the time you got home, you look yeah. at your phone. It's like you lost your arena. But it's spoofing, like, oh, but spoofing is so bad in that game. Like, and, and they're not doing enough to control it. Like that's that's where I think a lot of these, like the Texas Army people, and um, also there's another one, yeah, Be- they, Beacon Beacon Hill Boys. I keep seeing them around here too. Oh yeah. And what's weird is that the, so they take over areas along main thoroughfares. Which is that? Which is what's so suspicious to me? You know what I mean. So if you're like, you know, so if you live in South Windsor, okay, for instance, and you take over every area along Malden Road, like the Texas Army people have, yeah, but you haven't taken over li- or and Front Road, but you haven't taken over anything in between. That's highly suspicious. Yeah, because why wouldn't you have gone down another path? Or get this. So I was going back. Do you know over here behind uh, like the Holiday Inn? Like where all those uh, manufacturing places are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So j- nearby here, and uh, so basically, I went. There's a service road back there. The only locals would know, right? So I'm thinking, if someone went down this road the first time to get from point A to point B to get closer to EC Road, is why you cut through right there. Mm-hmm. So they would have captured every area going through right there, but that's not the case. So there's like up to like the midway point. There's half the area is taken by one by one of these people, hmm. and then the other half is taken by Gibbs. Yeah, my, so I, dude, I think they're spoofing. Oh, they are. Uh, Amanda, my wife, Amanda, my wife, Amanda. She basically went looking for them on the internet, and yeah. there's an entire forum post about the Texan army. Really? They, they are. They are known for dominating not just this area. Yeah, yeah. But North America. Okay. So okay. They are spoofs. Gotcha. Gotcha. God damn it! <laughs> well, yeah. we reported them. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So Everyone I just has. We're fucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm we just, just win. I'm yeah. crafting a character specifically to start taking them down one at a time. So Good. nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna happen. All right. So getting on with the topics today, we are gonna cover the boys. So from Amazon Prime, which I think we've all watched all the way through. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. You I haven't finished the last episode. I'm doing it tonight. Oh. What? That's gonna make this. He's a lot messing rougher. with us. No, I'm serious. What? How could you not? There's only like eight I episodes. Have time. Oh shit. Okay. Well, we can talk about it all the way up until that point. Where you yeah, at in last? Mine was uh, the the soup on the other side. Is that was the last thing on the second last episode? The soup on the other side. Hmm? Terrorist soup. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude. So we can get all the way up to that. Which, by the way, I have so many comments about that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. 
we get we can at least get all the way up through that then. Because uh, that was that was like episode seven. Yeah, and then yeah. what we can do in the next time we talk about it, which will probably be the next episode. Yeah, uh, we'll do last episode and going forward what we think is going to happen. Okay, cool, cool. So we good. can cover okay, it up. That usually that. becomes pretty extensive. Yep. So we'll call it the boys part one part for one, today. Yeah. And then uh, we're also going to cover. You brought the. Uh, Books. Yeah, yeah, I finally Pathfinder. had a weekend. Pathfinder, yep. Yeah, I finally had a weekend with him, so I learned all the rules. Cool. So he's... <laughs> Ish. Right? Ish. 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 Yeah. Kind of. So, so not really. Us through the uh, Pathfinder 2.0. front to back. I'm like, God damn, dude. <laughs> not surprised, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't have friends or a life or... <laughs> so, but hey. He's got us. What else more do you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got rules. So there you go. <laughs> all right, so I guess we'll kick it off by talking about The Boys... So, uh, Adam, you finished it. We So I guess, just spoiler warning here, I'll timestamp it as well so people understand there's going to be spoilers we're going to talk about here. Uh, however, The Boys is kind of a surprise. So it just came out on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ostensibly a superhero show, like we talked about last week, we mentioned it, and all the characters are basically analogs of some sort of mm-hmm. DC Universe characters. Yeah, I was talking to my brother about it, and he made the analogy of it's kind of... Like a bit, I don't want to say upbeat, but it, it's a bit more of a colorful Watchman. Yeah, that's totally. a very accurate way of totally. looking at it. Yeah. yeah, if you like the Watchman, you'll like this. Yeah, let's put it that way. Yeah, there is a lot of Watchman elements to it. Yeah, so, well, like even yeah. like even like the like kind of like rapey shit and yeah. stuff like that. That's all in the Watchman. It's very yeah. dark. It's yeah. and it's uh, not a spoof, but it's a it, play on. It's a play on the the hero theme that we're, that's very prevalent right now in movies and in the culture. Yeah, like it really, uh, or like think of uh, we have had like some weird waves of shit. We had zombies, then we had vampires for mm-hmm. a while, and now we have superheroes. But like to the max. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah, and I like uh, the analogy as well because it's kind of picking up in the latter days of the story of the Seven, the so called Seven, which is the team of superheroes that that make up. I guess, I guess they're supposed to be the most powerful or the most marketable Honestly, or whatever. they're the fucking Justice League. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to yeah. the T. Yeah. they are. Yeah. I, lo- I love the Black Noir. It's called Black Noir. Because oh, it's Black Black twice because Noir is just black. Yeah. French. <laughs> I, I, this case, Rob, this isn't that much of a spoiler, but for all those, it, it is kind of... Out of all of the seven, Black Noir is not in any of the... Uh, he, like, he doesn't get hit by any controversy. Yes. He's just not involved in yeah. most of it. Every once in a while, he shows up to fight and stuff like that. But he seems yeah. to be maybe actually a good guy. Yes. Because mm. he mm. seems to, like, he fights and does some stuff that's questionable. But out of all of them, he's, you know, he's not. He's the least questionable. Yeah, he stays he's... completely outside all the bullshit, too. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love him for that. Yeah. <laughs> and he also says fucking nothing. He's really going for, like, the Boba Fett, like, <laughs> feel. Yeah. He's what yeah, you like get Batman for Batman Boba, Boba Fett, Fett with Batman. Yeah, yeah. 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 Damn it. <laughs> I was so fast. <laughs> oh, man. Bat Fett. <laughs> so, uh, and then on the other side of things are who could be construed as, quote, the boys, which would be like Carl Urban. Well, that's what, yeah, um, the boys are the guys who are. Jack Quaid is Huey. Them. Huey Campbell uh, is another main guy. So, and then, um, so yeah, Carl Urban, man, like is Billy Butcher. Holy shit. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. my God. By the way, is that his, is he English or is he American? I had to look it up. He's New Zealand. So, yeah. that's, oh, so it's more close to his accent, but yeah, 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 yeah. He was definitely going for more British I think. Uh, that's a, and it's funny because I couldn't tell whether his accent was supposed to be British or Australian. Uh, they don't. Th- they don't say. I don't think. Yeah, it's just a weird o- accent, but it sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of somewhere in between. So the way they did it, <laughs> I like when Homelander's like, "Oh, love that accent." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, that's funny. And then uh, Jack Quaid is Huey Campbell. Uh, so he's kind of the I don't know. 
I, I guess you could call him a protagonist yeah. of this, or at least, he, or at least the he's anti-hero. the main character. Yeah, yeah, he is the main character. So because it's it's the first yeah. five minutes that we talked about last week. I don't even know if we described what happened in that five minutes, but I guess no. we can talk about it now. So yeah. this is how Rob got me hooked on it. So he showed me the first five minutes of the show, and yeah. the first five minutes of the show are pretty inauspicious. There, there's uh, the, the so-called Homelander, who's basically like the Superman yeah, of up. this storyline. Him and Queen Maeve. Yeah. And then Queen Maeve, who's basically Wonder the Wonder Woman, Woman of this yeah. storyline. They show up to stop a bank robbery in progress. They stop yeah. a, a money truck, and it's a s- awesome scene. Like, it's yeah. really cool. Like, they use their powers. Queen Maeve is like, she looks invincible as a uh, as a, a cash truck crashes into mm-hmm. her, and there's, you know, money and dudes flying everywhere. It was crazy. I, the, crazy. The, my brain was initially torn on that scene because the first thing I thought of was everyone in that truck is going to die. Yeah, because yeah. she like, I, but the way they did it made it so much cooler that I, I my brain completely forgot about yeah. it. because yeah. she just land the truck is driving max speed, and she just lands in front of it, and the truck just sort of wraps around her, and all I can think about is well, that's just all the people are just gonna go fucking splat onto the front of the yeah, truck. Yeah, that'll fucking but, kill them. But seatbelts. Well, none of them. They were in the back of the truck. The, oh, it was in the back of the truck. They yeah, were in the yeah, back yeah. of the truck. And what ended up happening was she ended up ripping through the truck into the like the the back part of the yes. truck. Yeah. And then it was in She's the back of the there, truck. She's just standing there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah She's yeah. just standing there, and the truck sort of wraps itself around her until she is in the back of the truck where the criminals with the guns are. And she just beats them up while she's inside, wrapped with the truck yeah. around her. Great scene. Yeah, and the whole scene actually kind of, and, and you find out rather quickly, I guess, by the end of the episode, maybe, but it's almost kind of a misdirect at the very beginning because you do yeah. expect these people to be hero-type characters because that's kind of how they're marketed at the very beginning, which is kind of the point, is that this is how this is how the people of this world see these heroes is how we see them in the first five minutes because yeah. we don't know any better, yeah. right? But, uh, uh, then that's kind of like I think obviously what they're setting up, right? They want you to see exactly how you said. They want us to see them as heroes. Yeah, yeah. Because that kind of sets the the plot. But even then, when you first see this and you see like the first guy fall out of the truck, the first thing he does is he rips off his mask and pukes blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, and as soon as that happens, that should be like the flag going off in your head, going, "Oh, this." <laughs> Is kind of what's going on here. Oh yeah, and then it's not because like in most superhero movies, you see people get hit and they fall on the ground, but there's oh, not I'm really dazed. a lot of there's not a lot of blood in them, right? Yeah, they're like Pokemon; they just faint. Right. <laughs> yes. People black out. Right. Yeah. And, and they get sent back to their moms. Then, half their money goes to their mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but like in they this though, we see not only a guy throw up blood, another guy unload on. With their with their guns essentially, and another guy's yeah. hand gets melted to, to his, his gun. gun. <laughs> yeah, Homelander shows up and he and uses his heat vision, basically Superman heat vision, to melt this guy's gun around his hand. And on top of that is when Homelander grabs the guy, the yeah. second guy, the guy at that point has given up. Yeah, and you right. can set, like at that point he can just be like, "All right, you're under arrest." No, he takes him and he fucking throws him like what. 50 meters in the air <laughs> and then the guy lands on a car yeah. and nobody gives a moments fuck. later too yeah. like and it's like, like he was airborne for a while yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay there's yeah. some questionable shit going on here yeah yeah <laughs> don't get me wrong awesome fucking scene. oh yeah 100 percent agree but there's like it sets the tone it sets the tone it's right. exactly what it does for like the entire series it makes <laughs> you wonder what kind of hero these people are but at the same time the, the weird part is you don't necessarily question it. Yeah. At the start, you're like, okay, something's not right here, but I'm not sure what's not right. I yeah. just figured, I just figured it was just a more violent superhero show, and, like, and that's 100 percent what yeah. it could have been at that point. And the one thing I have to hand them for for Homelander 
is that they got a likable guy to play. Him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah they did. I actually like it, Homeland. Like, yeah, you as is the biggest villain of the show. Yes. He is my favorite. But yeah, he is both the villain and the superhero, though. Right, like because like, he's also kind of a victim too. Yeah, and he is, and yeah. that and that's what's great about the show is that there's a lot of spectrum. To yeah, these there's characters. the characters for the most part, and I'm for trying the most to part. I'm trying yeah. to think of all, all the characters, but most of them have several layers yeah. to yeah. them, right? Which is really cool. But like when when he comes up and he does all this questionable shit and all that, you forgive him almost immediately. Yeah, because he's like the kid's like. Could I get a selfie? Like, yeah. innocent, like, auto- ver- today's version of an autograph. That's right. exactly yep. what that is. Right. And he goes, yeah, sure, kid. Come here. And it's like, somebody who takes that extra second to interact with mm-hmm. who's obviously right. a fan right. makes them come off as a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Even though, yeah, is he? <laughs> um, but and, and it's just the express- expressiveness that he has. And, like, he does want to do a lot for the fans because he, he, they're his baby in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And like his whole image is kind of like something that he loves, and it, it's neat to see how that kind of tears yeah. him up here and there. Now so. we're still only in the first like four minutes. We're not even. Yeah. This isn't five the scene yet. that sells you. Yeah. Now the scene that actually sells you comes next, and this is when they introduce Huey. He's working in an electronic shop, you know, yeah. a la Radio Shack or something like that. He's, he's essentially the self insert for for people watching. Yeah. Right. He's the normal right, right. guy insert. Right. And yeah. then uh, and he's doing a lot of normal guy things. Right. Like he's talking to his girlfriend who comes in. They're planning. They're planning the date or yeah. whatever. Works they go outside detail. to talk. They're talking about <laughs> moving in together. What's her name? I forget her name already. Uh, Robin. 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 Yeah. How do you so, forget her name? And then, well, <laughs> it comes up all the time. I forget a lot of things. So, and then what happens is they're standing on the curb talking outside the shop, and out of nowhere, I've never seen anything like this in a superhero show, but out of nowhere, she disappears. <laughs> she disappears. There's a few drops of blood that sort of his backsplash hit Huey's face, and sl- this is super slow motion. And then it shows the scene of what's happening to Robin, and it's. Red. It is nothing. It is just an explosion blood of and blood, guts, just shy of mist. Just shy of mist. Yeah, a yeah. bunch of globulars of blood and bone. Yeah, and yeah you, you can see her spine. Yeah, you can see like a chunk of a spine. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, so yeah. crazy. So yeah. she's annihilated by something, and then it shows down the street this this other hero, A Train, who's basically the Flash. Yeah. Of the UC universe is yeah. completely covered in blood, <laughs> <laughs> thus answering the greatest question of all time: What would happen if Flash just ran through somebody? Which, so, and then uh, this would happen. Which, by the way, is it fucked up that I sympathize the most with the deep? Yeah. Oh, it's fine. I feel so bad He's for that guy. Ama- I he was a piece him. of shit in the first episode, but after that, we'll get to his journey. Well, I love his journey. I think yeah. what happened to him is a well-deserved uh, fuck you. And now it is time for him to make a comeback. I think that that's he never will because I know I, I, so. I know a secret okay, about the, okay, this. Is right. I know this. I've never read it. I didn't know this until literally yesterday. This is based on a comic. Yeah, yeah. The boy, I had no I didn't idea know that. Yeah, I didn't know that until yesterday. I, oh, I really? Yeah, yeah. My cousin. I was at a family reunion. And my one of my cousins saw it too. Yeah, and he brought it up. I'm like, really? What? <laughs> I had no idea. I want to read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's super cool. Um. So yeah, and then and then that's basically how it starts off. So now Huey has some sort of you know I guess he's very angry with A Train for completely annihilating his girlfriend. I know that's probably reasonable. <laughs> he's standing there holding on to her like hands, hands. Yeah, because yeah, her hands like... are still there. <laughs> it's like from past the wrist up. It was gone. one of those things where it was so fast. It was a cl- almost. Like, it was just shy of clean cut. Yeah, it was just a yes. mist, man. Just <laughs> poof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gone. She's all over the road, and uh, that's kind of where it picks up. So. Yeah, and then yeah. you travel down the the shit show that is Huey's new life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so <laughs> like the Matrix fucking thing. It's like you take the red pill, 
and yeah, when he's talking about you take the blue pill, and it's like talking about all the stuff that it's like, wait, as you got those backwards, like I don't fucking know. I'm just you take trying to a make fucking pill. <laughs> take a pill of some kind. <laughs> oh, that was a good scene. Yeah. That was a good scene. So in the first episode, then they also have a uh, a really good cameo by. Um... Wait for it. This is rough. I do this shit all the time. He's dude. got he's got squinty faces, thinking real hard. <laughs> what character? What, what character? Cameo uh, something. Yeah. Oh, uh, sh- uh, Simon oh. Pegg. Fuck Simon off. Simon fucking Pegg. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah. was going to say Sean Bean. For it was really surprising. <laughs> but he didn't no. die, so we're okay. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> really surprising to see him, though. But uh, it, was, it was a good cameo for him, so he's playing the dad. What's up? Sean Bean needs to be cast in this. It's a character who dies and comes back. <laughs> That'd be great. All the time. That'd be great. He's, he's like a Deadpool character. Back. It'd be so yeah. meta. Well, yeah, just somebody who just, he, he will die, and his body stays, but all of a sudden a new body comes out of nowhere. Oh. Like, oh, shit. He's the Jung Po. Um, the unkillable. I, my, one of my favorite entries was, I'm forgetting, Haley Joel Osman, I think his name is. He, he actually played young Anakin Skywalker in Phantom Menace. Yeah. And he played the Mesmerist. Mm-hmm. Yes. That yep. was, I, I like that. That was a cameo. really great cameo, too. Great character. I don't, I don't even call it a cameo, because he had, like, yeah, 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 he, he had, had a, a he had a role. Yeah, and he was a very interesting then character. He was and brutally murdered <laughs> by Billy scene. Butcher. It was a I great scene. Fucking love. I don't that. think I've seen, I don't think I've seen that yet. Have I? Dude, he acted the shit out of that scene. I thought you did. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. 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 In the, in in the, the bathroom. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really. So the mesmerist eventually, at some point, they utilize him because he can read minds by touching people. Yeah. This is the only reason I actually knew about the boys coming out a long time ago, and I had forgotten it. They had a while put out a like a trailer or something. Yeah. For remember the show, like the little mini, sh- like the show within a show, yeah, the Law and Order show that they Mes- showed off the Mesmerist, the Mesmerist thing, yeah. called the Mesmerist. They had put that out as oh. a teaser trailer at some I point. I remember past. seeing this actually, and I saw it in memes. I saw it in so on and so forth, and I, I so I kind of knew about it, but didn't know what it was tied to. Oh, okay, oh, nice. I didn't. I, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, but did it look like something from like? Like the nineties, yeah. Like, well, I thought it was just a little mini yeah, yeah. superhero joke at the time. I didn't know it was tied to a you know a trailer or a scene right. or anything. And when I saw it, I went, "Hey, I've seen that before." Yeah. But there, he can read minds, and at some point, Butcher, who is not a good person, and no, I kind of like the fact that it, he he does do some good things here and there. But by and large, he is a prick. Yeah, so Butcher is the leader of the boys, and, and they're ostensibly superhero killers. It's yeah. kind of their job. So he calls himself a private contractor. But basically, all they do is try to find ways in which to capture and kill uh, these superheroes. Yeah. Soups, yeah. they call them. Everyone in the boys has a reason to hate the soups. Yeah. Their own personal reason. Right. Yeah. And that's that's where Huey comes in as well, because obviously he's recruited by Billy Butcher. Once your girlfriend gets annihilated by, you know, <laughs> some fast-running man <laughs> on the street. Yeah. So you, I guess you have a bit of a vendetta. So... The Vought, the company who runs the superhero thing, uh, basically markets them and creates their movies and creates their image and everything, tries to buy off Huey for like 43 grand or something really measly like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. It was, yeah. It was in the 40s. And yeah. then, uh, and they basically, Billy Butcher finds out about this and uses that as an opportunity to get uh, to get some surveillance into the building, into yeah. the Vought headquarters, right, via Huey. So he enlists Huey to do it. And then uh, right off the bat, it looks like he's kind of used Huey as much as he needed him, but uh, it turns out Hugh is uh, pretty resourceful. <laughs> pretty well, that's resourceful kind of guy. It's, it's made very clear that the butcher only used him because he is useful to him. Right. Yeah. And that never stops. Right. You think it does at some point, 
Yeah, no, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Huey does something to continue to drive the story yeah. forward, which which gets really really good as yeah. they go along. And that's kind of that's kind of the first episode. They also introduce uh, Starlight in here, who's replacing uh, a Lamp retirement Lighter. superhero called uh, Lamplighter. Yeah, yeah. retired. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did they ever show Lamplighter in this? No, show? No, no, they no. don't show him. Why? Do you not remember the conversation? You haven't seen this episode, but it's not much of a spoiler. Uh, Lamplighter died. He didn't retire. I'm trying to think of when they, like... So there was a scene later on huh. where Butcher went to go meet a woman that he knew because he needed a favor, and the woman was the one who originally set up, air quotes, That's the boys. Right. Mallory. That's right. Mallory. Mallory, yeah. And she yeah. had a vendetta against Lamplighter. And she had... I, yeah, I think she had a... Well, what happened was Lamplighter killed her grand, her, her grandkids yeah. and family. And during their combat and they i suspect they don't i don't think they quite said it outright yeah i think it's very clear that you know how uh translucent went on a deep mission yeah yeah i think uh lamplighter retired air oh, quotes okay yeah, yeah yeah so which makes sense because mallory's also quote-unquote retired right so yeah. she yeah. she's already seen her mission she got through. her vendetta and yeah. she realized it wasn't worth it yeah That's she she realized mind. she was bored right oh shit and, I think we're getting into the territory. <laughs> so, and then uh, what's that? Nothing. Keep going. Oh, okay. We, we won't. We won't spoil. The, the, That's the, not spoiler. The, the, the ending. Show. The ending is so bizarre. Like I okay. can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah. And then the second episode kind of gets into uh, this was the one where they go and meet Frenchie, who's one of the boys who kind of carries. Frenchie's carries, a great character. Yeah, Frenchie's yeah. a great character. And then obviously a French guy. And then they also end up recruiting what was his name? Mother's Milk. Mother's a- Milk. Yeah. M- MM. They okay, call him. Do they? I just got to ask, do they explain that yet? No. Oh, I, I don't believe they love did. And hate that. I don't think they yeah. do. Yeah, they never do. Yeah. I forgot his nickname was Mother's Milk for a very long time. MM. And then at some point, they called him Mother's Milk again later on. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I, That's I've got him. The, I've got the subtitles on, so it says their character name whenever they talk, so I always see it as Mother's uh, Milk. Oh, you know, I, see, I, don't, I don't know. It was a very strange thing to throw in there, especially because. One of the things that it seemed like was happening in the background of this show is, as it went along, was Stillwell. That was her name, right? Yeah. The leader of Vought. Oh, yeah. Or the chief of Vought. Well, so the she, chief of Vought. Was she, like, yeah. it was kind of suggested, It was she, like, breastfeeding Homelander at some point? No, okay. Because she's yes nursing and... because of her baby. Right. No, but, it's more of a, um, so Homelander has an attraction to her and I think it's mainly because she gives him attention. It's like an Oedipal um, it's like an Oedipal complex without like the father. It might be and and not to spoil anything it mm, it might be more complicated that it is there is actually a chance they don't say it outright but there is actually a chance that she did or may have been a motherly figure to him. Well yeah because because he was raised in the lab. Right. Well, yes. and, and then yes. yeah, because you and there's you a chance he was raised them. quickly too. Yes, you've you've you already seen him filming about. the fake uh, the fake backstory yes, stuff, the right? Fake backstory, okay. and he went to the guy who was the father of the suits. okay. Oh, okay, cool. That was in the second last episode. Okay. So you you know the story of Becca. He doesn't know the full story. The butcher, of butcher, you butcher's go through butcher's oh, history. She, yeah, she was uh, raped by homeless, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. And, then, and then she had a kid. And yeah, the kid so you know that. Yeah, you know that part. And okay, then, cool. Correct. Yeah, so you, and, and they mention in there that the baby developed quickly. Yes. I suspect there's a chance that Homelander may have developed quickly, and he's actually younger than he oh, than he puts off to be. Oh, yeah. And Stillwell was sort of a surrogate mother. I could see that. Could that that's my that could that be. is a possible theory to explain the kind of um, 
because they, they do have like a sexual attraction while it is also kind of a motherly thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's creepy and fucked up. Yeah. I mean, so episode two is also the translucent episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was good. Oh, yeah. So Translucent's one of the seven. He's uh, basically an invisible man. The way he turns invisible, this is interesting, is he's able to, like, his skin is made of, like, some sort of carbon sort of based element, yeah. and he's able to make it so it's highly reflective, so it's impossible it to, like... Light. It bends light. That's yeah, it bends light. Yeah, yeah, so you can't yeah. see him. But it also can be hardened into, like, something that's as hard as, like, diamond, right? Harder, so he's actually. Yeah, yeah, so he's... Yeah. So he's almost impossible to kill, right? Yes. So they managed to kidnap him because he ends up, uh, I don't remember how he ends up at the shop. In the, oh, he follows them after Huey oh. plants the, the bug. Yes. So he follows them to the shop, fights with Huey and Billy Butcher. They end up electrocuting him up the ass, and then they throw him in, 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 in the boot yeah. of, uh, yeah. of Billy's car. Yes. So they, they've captured now one of the seven. And this is the first time in the show that we see like, oh, like, like these guys are susceptible. You know what I yes. mean? They're they not invincible. Right, right. So they have him uh, for the for the duration of the episode now in lockup essentially, and they're trying to find ways to kill him. So they end up crafting like a diamond tip bullet and doing all this other stuff. Actually, and they made it out of the same stuff his skin's made out of. Oh, the carbon. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, at no point were they even able to like harm him, right? Right. It's same same density bullet hits the same density skin, and nothing happened essentially. It right. Right. Yeah. It just bounced off, and yeah. and and then. Uh, it actually created a weakness in the room too, because they had the room wrapped in tinfoil, so yes. they couldn't oh, yeah, find the RF chip. Because the heroes are tracked with GPS, right? And then Homelander was coming because of that. So anyway, uh, they end up finding a way to kill him because they end up cramming some C four up his ass. <laughs> See, you know what threw me off about that is I was watching it and they're 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 having the scene where they were doing all these testing to figure out how to kill him, yeah. and it was you know a small montage, if you will, and I just kept thinking, drown him, fucking yeah, drown yeah. him, I fucking kept drown him too. Now I will grant that they were right. Uh, the here, if I was in that world, if I was in that position in the real world, yes, I would have just drowned him. However, because it's a show, they went the right direction. Yeah, yes, because <laughs> C four in the ass is much funnier, more climactic. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So then uh, they mentioned too. I thought they mentioned that someone had already tried drowning him, and it just he got even angrier or something. Oh, like did that. they? Yeah, they, I they think, me- yeah, they did mention it. Was, they alluded it, to something. It yeah. was mentioned in passing. So. Oh, was, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. actually. I forgot, totally forgot about that. So anyway. But, uh, that's one thing, though, that you see time and again, is a lot of the soups have a set of powers, but they're way more durable than anybody else. Yes. Right. Like, we even see Starlight take two to the chest at one point. Two right. of, like, huge caliber rifles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, it's, um... I don't know how large, seems like, but they're Seems like they're all imbued caliber. with some kind of, like, high defense or strength or That makes tenacity. sense. They're just, they're, they're a cut above. Right. Right. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Things that are normally kill humans do not kill these people. They, they are stronger than tanks. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the mesmerist. Except for the mesmerist, <laughs> he, is, he is as weak as porcelain. <laughs> oh, poor mesmerist, <laughs> mesmer. <laughs> oh man. But technically, do we know that he's dead? Dead? I mean, we know that he went out, and we know that he got fucked up. But do we know that he's dead? Oh, he's probably. He's dead. definitely. I dead. assume that he's dead. Butcher's not going to let him stick around. He yeah. did get his face basically smashed repeatedly into the side of a sink in a bathroom, and it was well, I'm just bloody. It, it shows a little bit of an inconsistency, but also Popclaw wasn't exactly. Super strong, either. Although she could have been, we don't know. She was. She crushed a dude's skull on accident. I knew that she was stronger. I don't know about yeah. tougher, like in the sense of like her durability. You have to assume so. 
She's yeah. A, she's like a Wolverine fact. Yeah. But anyway, go exactly. On. Yeah. Popclaw was an interesting character, too, because she was the A-Train's girlfriend. So A-Train, the guy yeah. being the one who ran through Robin and exploded her. So this is the one Huey's trying to get, right? So they end up bugging her apartment, the boys, so Actually, to try and keep track of her and A-Train. They just hack her Bluetooth shit. Her smart devices. Her smart cameras. Her well, internet of things. Well, yeah, but they show up there, yeah, and 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 there he's like, I don't know what he did on the computer, but he was just getting him access to all the all the IGB cameras six. in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the middle of whatever, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about the technical. Yeah, I know that. I know that's probably did it work? Flawed. It w- it w- whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm, I'm getting her IPv6. I'm like, yeah, you can you can get that. That's, that's yeah. public knowledge. And honestly, knowing knowing her technical savviness, the fact that she didn't secure it, that probably means her router can only do IPv4, not IPv4. Whatever. Yeah. I'm going to move on now because I can't stand this. <laughs> now she has access to something called uh, V, which is a drug essentially that's uh, that's. A, used to create the heroes, because it turns out they're all made in a laboratory mm-hmm. and then grown in a laboratory. And then and then B, it's also used to supplement the abilities of uh, of the current it heroes. It enhances them temporarily right. when they are... But it's like a drug. It makes them like... It's like cocaine for them or something. I don't know. It just makes it's, them like... Well, it's like a T-cell injection, I think, is what they're kind of playing at, right? Because the idea is that it, it takes hold very, very powerfully in children. Okay. Uh, and they do that through a uh, vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but when you take it as an adult, it doesn't do the same things that it does to you as a kid because you're not you're you're not as malleable at that point. So okay. what it does it just gives them a boost, like how T cells are used to boost people's healing nowadays. It's a very experimental what they're doing. Gotcha. Now. Okay. So they're kind of playing a riff on that. So I guess it looks that way. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it makes sense logically. Then I guess. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what's your name? Popclaw. That's a T. What am I saying? I'm thinking of something else, though. I don't know what you're talking about. No, we don't know Stem either. cells. Fuck. Stem, stem cells. cells. Oh, I'm saying T-cells, okay. but I meant stem cells. Okay. Maybe they're one and the same. Maybe they're not. Move Who knows? Along. We're not anyway, scientists. doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, then there's the scene where Popclaw is sitting on a man's face. Yeah, because she, cause she doesn't have the rent. Because yeah. she doesn't have the rent, so she's yeah. sitting on the landlord's face and uh, ends up absolutely crushing his skull under her ass. <laughs> yeah. It's because she's high as fuck and she can't control her. Was she on V or heroin? She was on V. She was on V at the time. So she can't control her strength. She's she's fucking whipping out, tripping out. And not tripping, but she's just wigged up on energy. But, and oh my god, what a scene, man! Like she fucking crushes his skull, and you can see like the brain squirt oh, out of yeah. the top yeah. of the skull. Oh, man. that was oh, that was scene. By the way, I have to say, special effects department in this show Dude. are on their yeah. game. It, it kind of made just it. like a. The, the, it wasn't normally whenever someone gets like a skull crushing, it does like a like an yeah, explosion. Yeah. This one just sort of like popped out like a toothpaste. But you could hear yeah. you could hear the cracking. Yeah. Ahead yeah, and, yeah, and then the audio and department just... on point and special effects department. Yeah, on that point. scene Dude, fucking disgusted me. That was crazy. But it was crazy. It but was crazy. Th- this is one more thing that they have taken this new paradigm of modern television and they were just like, okay, we need to go one more step in that direction, which is the that's fucked up direction, and they do it properly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I will say they don't do it too much. It's it's done when it's needed. Yeah, and then they move the fuck on. They wanted yep. this scene to seem really, really bad, so that when when the boys kind of blackmail, uh, well, claw. What's her first? Pop claw. claw. When when they when they blackmail her, it does seem like something that you should be scared of because this is a fucked up scenario, and you do not want people to know. Yeah. About this really fucked up scenario. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, another uh, thing. I was also going to say, I actually really loved uh, the writing in this show has been phenomenal for the most part. Yep. Obviously, there's going to be small, like IBV6, sure. whatever. But 
Huey says something in the car when they stop him from going to stop Pop Clock killing this guy. He goes, oh, I could have went and helped. And they're like, oh, so you're going to run across the street and up like 14 floors to get to this guy in the 10 seconds that this scene played out. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you need to think about that. It's like there was, when somebody stops you and there's that much time it takes to get from point A to point B to stop this from happening, sometimes you just can't. The yeah. guy was already dead. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing he could have No, done. Billy made a good point there. Yeah, and it was just neat to see a show acknowledge that because so many shows, the person gets mad at person B because they t- stopped them from doing something, and it's like, yeah, but you could have never done anything anyway, so why are you mad at this guy? <laughs> so <laughs> the, the fact that they acknowledged that, I thought was good, but move along. No, it was no, great. It was cool. It was cool. I was going to bring up, there's a couple turning points in the show where you start to find out just how evil Homelander is, right? Just how far removed he is from humanity. So at various points in the show, he kind of talks down about humanity in general. So the, like the you people, yeah, yeah, the soups do see themselves as metahumans. They're like they're like better than human. I don't think right? all of them do, but he's a sociopath, though, right? Yes, like we, we know he's that. the definition of fucking yeah. sociopath. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But he, um, but like Queen Maeve, though, you, you can tell she gets tortured by all the shit that yeah, right go, that happens. Around and there's her. one scene in particular where they're sent to save an aircraft that's over the <laughs> Atlantic, amazing, scene. and that it's a passenger so airplane, and there's like 130 whatever people on board. So they show up and and. <laughs> They enter the plane, and then basically <laughs> there's terrorists who've taken over the plane. They dispatch the terrorists quickly and, who blood, are, who and are bloody. Yeah, Middle Eastern for no explicable reason. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So they kill they kill those guys because yeah, yeah, that's the only place they have in a show, I guess. Yeah, and then uh, and then so they go to the cockpit where there's one last terrorist, and uh, he's got his head to the uh, or he got a gun to the head of the pilot. And they kill him, or I guess Homelander shoots him with his eyes, but he also blows out the cockpit. In doing so, yeah, right? he destroys, destroys the, the whole terminal. Yeah, the instruments. Yeah, this which, plane is going which, down. If anyone collects that plane, I think it's going to be pretty fucking obvious what happened. Yeah, yeah, but they'll cover it up. Yeah, I know they will. They always well, they, they did with the last one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then found, yeah. this is when Queen Maeve. You kind of find out that she still has her humanity because she's she's shouting out everything she could think of to try and save these hundred thirty four yeah. people on board or get Homelander to do something. Right? Homelander. She's like, go out and hold up the plane, like fly it like, all the way like there. We've seen all the time in comics and stuff. Right. And he's and like, what am I going to do? I'm going to do that, and then the whole plane's just going to move right through me. He's like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work that way. He's like, he's like, what do you want me to do? Like ram into it? Like I'll break it in half? Like what do you what do you want? Like I can't just hold it up with nothing to stand on. It was it was just this funny conversation yeah. because like how many times. Have we seen this in superhero movies where they're like you know, Superman propping up a plane or whatever? And yeah. then here in this one, they're like, yeah, obviously he'd just rip through the plane if he tried to yeah. do that. I just I thought that was brilliant the way they kind of. I part of me thinks that he could have done something. I think that he probably could have, but, but he, he just didn't chose care. not to. He, he just didn't. Was, yeah, care. I was thinking he could have held he, he, it. Well, up. no, no. I, I don't want to say care. Care is wrong for that right, character okay, because fair. he's a sociopath. I, he cares, but he cares about his image. Yeah, and he cares about furthering the goals of of his mission, uh, which is trying to get um, soups and, and right. military. Right, that's the overarching mission for Vought. They're yeah. trying to get. Ah, so he may have selected to not do this just to make it a, a, like, hey, we need to be able to stop these terrorists. Because remember, right. yeah. he's kind of right. a political figure. He's one of those guys who's good at twisting the world. And mm-hmm. Vought wanted to. The whole point was Vought wanted to save the plane. And then say, look what we can do for you. Yeah. Look how we can help you. Yeah. Instead, he wanted to go, I don't know, I'd say the more the more uh, recent American style, which is, look at what we can stop. 
Yeah. This wouldn't have happened if I was He's there. He's using fear. Yeah. He's, He's using, using fear. fear right. Instead of, yeah. look what we can do for you. It's, look what we can do for you. Yeah, he's, he's using the yeah. hostile yes. fear. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Which, sense. this is an important scene, because this is when you find out, like, so he's, he's diabolical, but he's pretty fucking brilliant. So, yeah. and, and we find out later on that he's made another move as well in the background. Yeah. So he's actually he's actually fed terrorist organizations or terrorist governments or, I don't know who, who it was, uh, some of the Compound V. So they use that to create their own superhumans. Super their own yeah. super villains. Yeah, yeah. And and then of course the power that the one guy has that they show, he's able to make explosions happen. Kay. Right. And he can just walk away. Which, by the way, is nobody gonna talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, how 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 he's the, the, the only fucking Middle Eastern soup that we see is oh, the guy who no. fucking explodes. You want? Yeah, but that's not super racist. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, actually like, a good point, hey, Rob. The I never terrorist noticed. guy is a suicide bobber, <laughs> but he doesn't commit suicide. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just, wow. I just figured, like, like no, I never noticed that. Well, no, I, I just figured they, like, probably made, like, multiples of these people, and then they just chose, there's well, no this guy is the guy we want. Because yeah, but the, there's no indication. The one, that, the one they decided to put on the show. Yeah. He's yes. not saying there, are, there aren't other villains. He's yeah. saying, why is this the one we, oh, no. why is the super Dude, racist one? This the show one is not nice to no, Middle I, Eastern no, people. No, and I know <laughs> that. Yeah, no, this, the, the, the show, this is actually, it's hilarious, because the show deals with a lot of current day issues. Issues, yeah, like the, the, the rape feminist stuff, movement, feminist right. movement, stuff like that, which yep. does I think it does a great job of yes. showcasing. Yes, them. it does. Yeah, and it shows the struggles of them too, right? right? Like we see Starlight, she, a lot of times she caves on that shit because there's more than just one dynamic. Right, to it. Yep. right, right. But uh, at the end, like we are obviously on her side for a lot of that stuff. But then at the same time, though, there are other aspects that are just heartless. Yeah, to to modern issues, yeah. and I'm like, I. I'm a little weirded out about it because at one point I love this show phenomenally, but it mm-hmm. feels like some of the writing was done a decade ago. No, I think they're doing that as a part of the shock value. I, and, 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 I, th- I think they're doing it to be antagonistic. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. And I, I don't hate it on those grounds. I'm saying yeah. though, like you have to acknowledge the fact that they're doing something weird. There. I think they did a good job and this, uh, finally we can bring it back to the deep now that we bring up these yeah. topics um, as probably my favorite character in the show. Um, he's, he's so he's dolphin. he's basically like the Aquaman. He's the of, Aquaman of yeah. the team of the seven. The, the, the dolphin and the fucking and the lobster. <laughs> so <scene. laughs> oh we my god! We'll talk so, about that in a second. So now, no. So his character starts off so in episode one is a pretty bad dude. He he's he starts pretty just shy of the top. Yeah, you know, the top of his game. Like, hey, I'm second on on seven. Um, and you know, Starlight's a brand fresh new hero yep. joining, replacing the yep. air quotes retired uh, lamplighter, and without mincing words, rapes her. Yes, he uses his political power yep. to as leverage as leverage to gain sexual favor from yeah. her, and especially in the whole Me Too movement, this that's a big topic. It's it's and they touch on that it's hardcore. totally it's it's a Harvey Weinstein move, right? Like, this is exactly yeah. how it went down, and they him. start very early on. It's I think it's the first real inclination you get of how shitty the yeah the seven the first time yeah. I think yep. that's the first time you get it how how fucking yeah they are. and it's yeah. sudden. And it's, it's sudden. Like she, it's, she's it's looking it's away. Intense. She's talking about how much that she looked up to the deep, and then it pans back to the deep, and he's no pants. Yeah, yeah, dick out. He's like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, and, yeah. and they so they make he he is the first douche, mm-hmm. if you will, the first absolute the abhorrent, deep the deep douche. He's the first abhorrent the deep character. douche. <laughs> and I do like the fact that they t- they took him from the top and brought him down to the fucking bottom without just yeah. killing him. Yes. Yeah, they they made him suffer. 
yeah. for his actions. Right. And then, so it started off just, it's almost like a demotion from Vought, right? So they're they're sort of coming down hard on him. for want a sabbatical? Right. Well, no. So they, <laughs> they sent later. him. Yeah. No, they sent him. Yeah. So the first thing he does, though, to try and like, uh, I don't know if it's just he's trying to make himself feel better about it or whatever, but he tries to go and save a dolphin from their version of SeaWorld. <laughs> and this scene is amazing. Well, yeah. He, no, it's because he's having a, a crisis of, because he, he's the fish guy. Right. And nobody takes him seriously right. in Seven. People outside of the Seven see him as a hero. Yeah. yeah. But within the Seven, they don't give a fuck about it. And him. he keeps trying to get them to do fishing yeah. shit is to help the fish. He's like, we could make a squadron of dolphins, but people don't because they're really hard to train. For me, that's that's I could teach them in an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's kind of fucked though, because like we see the scene of him talking to this psychiatrist, and, he, and the psychiatrist is like, Well, have you figured out like something you can go do? And that's when he starts trying to save all these That's right. Creatures. Yeah. That's what spawns so this. Right? He's driving along, he's got this van, and there's a dolphin hanging in the back. Yeah, yeah. And he's so excited, he's saving this dolphin taking him back to the ocean or whatever and they're having this conversation <laughs> a very one-sided conversation according to us yeah on yeah our side. so the the dolphin clearly has a thing for the deep and deep might have a little bit of a thing for the dolphins they're talking about you know i don't know it sounded like some hanky panky or something yeah well so yeah they're dolphin, gonna get the yeah. the entire scene is my favorite part is that they they didn't do subtitles for the dolphin no it's just the deep talking to a dolphin so we hear the deep saying words yeah but you just hear the dolphin do like yeah, yeah. You're like what the fuck's he? But you can clearly tell what is being conversed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it's and it's something sexy. Yeah. So the dolphins yeah. into him, the, the, and, and they're the, talking about their relationship because the dolphin clearly wants to take it to another level. And yeah, and the deep is just like, no, you're just trying to like, no, we're not in a relationship. It's clearly trying not to do, yeah. trying to stay out of the relationship. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's just trying to save the dolphin. And yeah. in this sense, the most fucked up way it possibly can. So the, he's getting chased. He ends up slamming on the brakes to to avoid crashing into a car, or he does crash into the car. I don't remember. And the dolphin isn't secured so the dolphin just goes flying slow motion through the windshield of this <laughs> yeah. man flops out onto the road and then gets completely obliterated by a tractor trailer <laughs> driving out of the semi-truck driving down the road man and uh it's and just, a smear just on the road. terrible oh it is awful it is the worst fucking thing i think he's just funny that throughout <laughs> the entire scene he's like he has a spray bottle of water every once in a while sprays, he sprays the dolphin <laughs> yeah let me give you a little spritz here, buddy. Yeah, he was close though. They got to the they got to the harbor. Yeah, is that where they, they were. Yeah. yeah, they were really really close. And then <laughs> lobster. So they send him the deep base. Basically, gets he sorry. just keeps going downhill. Ohio, right? Sandusky, Sandusky, where Star- Cedar Point is, yeah. and Great Wolf Starlight and all that starts stuff. to sort of due to things that occur. She starts to become more empowered and and wants to speak and out. She calls him out, and she calls him out. Yeah. And, not and, by name, though. Not by name, no. But the Vought is clearly in the expectation. Still this well. is going yeah, to still happen. Still well knows it's him. It's it's coming. Yeah. And so they basically say, okay, you you did this. You need to go to Sandusky, Ohio, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to be the hero of Sandusky. Yeah. You need yeah. to go somewhere <laughs> where is nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, he's at some point, he gets put into a shitty little hotel yeah. room. Yeah. An and like, okay, here's $75 a week for food. Yeah. The first girl he tries to get with is wearing like a University of Toledo shirt. I was, yeah. I was dying. There was Toledo references in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get, yeah. Because the guy's like, you're only like an hour away from Toledo. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's a place you want to go to hang out. I, I, I'm from Toledo, people. It's all right. But it's not a place I'd go to hang out if I'm from New York or whatever. I, I actually really enjoyed the scene that happened there. And it is a, t- a touchy subject, but he effectively gets raped. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it is. Which is really bizarre. It, it was, was a bizarre version so of rape. It turns yeah. out yeah. this guy's got gills all over the front of Which him. Which makes sense. How else is yeah. he doing yeah. 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 
It was so creepy. Yeah. And then, uh, so this girl, he's courting this girl from Toledo. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like she, jamming her hands into his gills, and it's nasty. It's she might be from Warren, nasty. though. What's that? <laughs> she might be from Warren. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Warners. Or, the, or the, they mention uh, Akron, too, the one guy. He's like, this isn't a shithole like Akron. <laughs> like, <it> was... <laughs> that was good. Oh, fuck. But it kind of still is. So, and then. Uh... <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> and then uh, yes, Grass this girl's greener, right? yes, this girl's like I don't know having the freakiest sex with him, and it's anyway, they don't show a whole lot of that anyway. But the lobster scene, so good. So he's about to get back on his mission to save the creatures. You have to realize the best part is that the way this starts is he's walking down like a Zares or a Sobe, just like a grocery yeah. store. Yeah. And if you notice what's in his his uh, his shopping cart is all like, like depression food. foods. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, he, and he's just yeah. got this like shitty little coat over top of his outfit. He's right. kind of hiding himself. Right. And he's just, this is him rock fucking bottom. Yeah. Or yeah. the closest <laughs> thing to rock yeah. bottom. No, he's like, he's like seabed level. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> and then, then yeah, he runs into this the lobster, lobster tank. who's yeah, yeah. also at rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and he's like, dude, I can empathize with you. Don't worry. This is not the worst. Like, he's trying to save himself. This, right, this right. is the Zare's line. This is like in, in, the, in the grocery store where all the fish are laid out on ice and yeah. dead. And he's walking past this feeling like, like shit. And there's just this tank of lobsters, of yeah. live lobsters with the elastics yeah, yeah. around the closet that are clearly just there to eventually be killed for food. Right. Yes. <laughs> and and they like, know it. And they know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh man. He's like, he's like, don't talk like that. It's not that bad. Like, we hey, we could get out together. Like, and then and then so he's he's getting all excited now and he's he he goes to get the guy. He's like, Hey man, hey, can you get this lobster out of here? Wanna buy this lobster? Yeah, yeah. go home. So the the guy goes to grab one lobster. He's like, No, no, not that lobster, this lobster. What I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah. So the guy then grabs that lobster, pulls it out, and immediately proceeds to the best part is there's this scene of when he's lifting the lobster out of the water and he and he kind of gives him the thumbs up. He's like, Yeah, we got this, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And And then then, and then he proceeds to lay him down on the on the butcher table and just completely annihilate his (laughs) his lobster skull with a giant knife. Yeah. (laughs) Which is what you do to kill a lobster. So there you go. Humane, at least. Yeah, yeah. This rock bottom just dug into the ground at that moment. You could just see it on his face. And it made the sound, too. It was like, ee! (laughs) <laughs> it was so good, man. Oh, it was fucked. And then he's completely defeated at this point. <laughs> so his buddy just got murdered. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah, just desserts for the deep, but, like, fuck, man. Apparently in the comics, he is the whole time the butt of jokes. He will never get better. Yeah. In the entire comic series, according to the guy that I know that read it, he is just... How far did the comics go ahead of the show? I have no idea. That's a good question. He didn't tell me because he he did he I hadn't finished the series by then, so he didn't. He was very. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tell you shit. Yeah. yeah. Now, and there's obviously stuff the characters done in the show that you can't come back from, but I'm hoping that he at least gets a chance to fulfill his a hero sm- destiny at some point. Small bit, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Or make a sacrifice of some sort. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Maybe. Redemption arc before death. Yeah. So that's great. That's the way they do it. The. Uh, but um. Yeah, so basically Homelander then goes on to kill a whole bunch of terrorists in the Middle East. He basically takes over an operation for some U.S. military oh, guys. I haven't seen that yet. And uh, so we won't talk any more about that. And then for next episode, we'll actually get to the end of this, how it all sort of ends up. Because uh, I think we've pretty much covered all the main story arcs up to this point. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then the boys are essentially just in the background. The rest is slowly discovering the data we've kind of sprinkled. Right, this. right, right, right. And then there's some other brutal stuff that happens that we'll talk about next time. Yep, and, like there's uh, a, the uh, boys also have a soup on their side, too, which we didn't really talk about. But. Yes. Yeah, we could talk about that next time, too. Because yeah. the, the end of that story arc happens in... Uh, in, in yeah, yeah. Okay, so, cool. 
Cool. Okay. So then we'll cover the rest of that next week. And cool. next, we're going to get on with uh, it's Pathfinder 2.0. Woohoo. All right. Cool. Right, so now we're going to get into some Pathfinder 2.0 because the core rulebook. How long ago did it actually come out? Thursday. Okay, that was the the rulebook and the bestiary both came out yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, okay, same day. Cool, cool. So it's less than a week old at this point. Yep. Wild. Okay, so you've had a weekend now with the new content. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess uh, you know better where to take this conversation than I do. But obviously, it's it's a big. Is it is it a big overhaul? Small overhaul? Like what's great about oh, it's it? A big overhaul. Okay. Um, I I think. They accomplished pretty much what they were asking to accomplish for the most part. As far as I can know that I have not actually played a game of it yet. Yeah. I just basically cram studied. Yeah. Well, what led to a 2.0 overhaul? I guess I'm curious. Like, what? Like at what point did Paizo say, like, okay, now's the time? 5e. Uh, D- 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 yeah. D&D 5e. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, how, how did that? How did that? Well, essentially, uh, D- D&D for the longest time has been wallowing in their own uh, pit of filth. Yeah. Uh, like, f- fourth edition was junk. Right. I don't think anyone will argue with me on that. No, there's, most there's, people. There are some people that really liked certain mechanics of it. There were fair. certain things that came out of it that were really good, but on, a whole, on the whole, yeah. So I'm not talking about the icing it was, on it the wasn't cake. Preparation I'm talking age. about the. I'm talking about the cake, not the icing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So like, on a, the majority of it, I'm not saying that there wasn't some yeah like awesome things for four, but was not liked. So for a long time. Paizo didn't have to do anything. They're just like, yeah, we they were, won by default. They won by default. That's okay, exactly because what we kept what was already good and what people liked. We won by default. Yes. So what I ended up happening I mean, was <laughs> speaking as Paizo. As, yeah, yeah, Paizo fans. Um, so what ended up happening then was Five E came out and it didn't suck, and they also marketed it very mm. well. That yeah. was their yeah. thing. They marketed the fuck out of it. Yeah, like this is like Apple levels of. Uh, of like PR, yeah, right. Is now, is, it, is that what's responsible for the major resurgence? Yes, D and D. Okay, yeah, okay, because yes. it's it's pervasive. That, it's all that over. paired with modern uh, technology, like streaming stuff like that. Okay, like those. Like, it all came together for them at the right time. Yeah, like for for as far as uh, Watsy's concerned. Yeah, Wizard, they, Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, they guys. came out with the 5th edition at the perfect time to come out with the 5th edition. Don't nice. know if it was designed or not like that, but yeah. Uh, probably was. But anyway, so when that all happened then at that point, now Pathfinder needs to step up their game. Yeah. And it took them a couple of years to do it. Of course. No. Of course, which it would. Yeah. And then uh, because at that point, like, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> 5e is like, you know, something new. We need to come up with something new as well. And that's just the name of the game. Yep. That's what it is. That is, okay. that is so. literally exactly what happened. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So then they go back to the drawing board or they take they take the core rule set that they had for 1.0 and then they just overhauled it? Like They, what? they, uh, uh, they put nipple tassels on. <laughs> no. no <laughs> Ooh, way twirly. more than that. Yeah, twirly, twirly nipple tassels. They did, they did an overhaul, but yeah. they... They did the right thing, I think, as far as I can tell. So they have D&D and Pathfinder are two different games. They are doing the same game two different ways. But 5e, isn't that what Pathfinder was originally takeoff of? No, no. 3. no. 3.5. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Pathfinder is considered 3.75. 3. Okay, so gotcha. So D&D 3.5 turned into Pathfinder. 
one. They, which they, is also they did some updates for three point five, and then they, okay. they changed some rules, fixed some things. Gotcha. They actually streamlined a lot of shit. Yeah, they did. But uh, what happened was you kind of got this two worlds where D and D five E they wanted to make it super simple. They wanted to focus on the role play. Yeah. They wanted to focus on new players, and it worked wonders for them because it is a very nice. simple game. But um, the problem is, is the people who wanted Pathfinder, people who played Pathfinder, mm. they like the complexity of Pathfinder. Substance, yeah. I think, is a better word. Okay. Yeah, substance. Because there is more substance. There is more it. complexity because there's more things. Okay. Yeah. It's I as simple that's, as that's that. the draw. That's I, the draw for people who are looking. It's for like it. I don't like regular donuts. I want cream filled donuts. Okay. Like, there's just more stuff. It can there. be a mess. It, it cream filled donuts can be a bit messy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it is much more tasty if you're willing to oh, work through it. Oh, yes. very nice analogy. Yeah, was a very fantastic tasty analogy. Rob, I liked that was it. good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately. As well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just naming donuts is the analogy. I use. <laughs> I use the uh, the iOS versus Android argument. For like it's thing. like it's like a donut. You have a chocolate donut or a regular honey dip donut. But, you kind of go either way. But watch it. I'll I'll just try it out on him because he's a phone guy, so he'll okay, make this yeah. argument. Yeah. So, all right, uh, iOS can't break it very easy to use. You'd give it to like your grandmother yep. and she'd be able to figure it out, yep. right? Okay. Android, you can do more with it. Yeah. Right. But it is a little more complex, so there's a bit more of a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is Pathfinder, Android, D and D five E, iOS. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That that, yeah. that was the one he made on the car yeah. he ride. So yeah, it, it was yeah. a great one. So no, that's, that's really good. That's the way it is. So there, there is value in both. Uh, you just have to look at it and figure out which one you want. A hundred percent. And, mm-hmm. and uh, despite all of the shit we talk, 5e we think is a, is a great game yeah. for people who are learning yeah. tabletop. But it is it is your training wheels. They should come off at some point. Gotcha. Fair yeah. enough. This game, yeah, <laughs> this game provides more, and that's one of the selling points. They have they knew that if they simplified it too much, because part of their goal was to make it easier for new players. Okay. Because that's what D and D did, and they're like, okay, we need to get back our core yeah. and our people, and they want to make it easier for new players. But if you make usually easy to learn, yeah, means not as complex. And yeah. Not as complex means well, that's kind of now you're pissing off your original fan base. Right. And you're going to lose your original fan base. So they had a challenge, which was they had to keep their core tenets of uh, diversity in the game, which is, you know, differences in all the class. The power creep, they are also known for their heroes. Mm-hmm. By the time you're level 20 versus a level 20 D&D character, yeah. you're a fucking god in comparison yeah, yeah. in Pathfinder. Yeah. Okay. In Pathfinder, your characters are way more powerful. Okay. So they wanted to keep they had to keep that, which is very hard to balance yeah. at high level. They had to make it easy to learn for new players and keep the complexity. Who very difficult so, timeline to test. So they're, they're they're trying to court new players. Who is the ideal new player for Pathfinders? Is it someone who you. has a background in this? You okay? Well, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> so for me, for myself, but like, is is it people who are like net new to to role play gaming, or is it people who maybe are trying to jump from five E? I think it's uh, people jumping from five E will have a pretty easy time with it. Yeah. Um, I think that people jumping in fresh are going to have a little more difficult time with it. I don't think they'd have as difficult a time, based off what I've read, which is markedly less than you've read, Adam. Mm-hmm. But uh, people who are jumping into it fresh are going to be a little confused at first, but I don't think that that's going to be unreasonable. Okay. I think it is certainly still not the easiest game to learn, but it is easier than where it was coming from. Okay. I think that they've, they've broken cool. it down into a way that is still complex, but easier, this, in a way. It sounds weird to say. But, but part of what they're trying to save people from is there is a kind of a known adage in D and D Pathfinder, any tabletop, which is you need uh, a mentor. 
Okay. Every tabletop session I've ever been in had someone who had already previously been playing. Yeah. Yes. No group have I ever been a part of happened with a whole new set of people yeah. who have never played any tabletop before, any D&D, any There's Batman, at least nothing. somebody at the table. There's always played. someone who's done something. Is it usually like a, like a GM? It's usually the first GM. Usually your first GM is the one that knows. Okay. And not all the time, but usually. Yeah. Um, and what would happen is you would learn you would learn the game from this, you know, this senpai. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> I like it. Keep going. Yeah. Hi, senpai. Hi, senpai. <laughs> uh, and so you would learn it from this person. This person would help, you know, walk. He'd be your mentor and guide you through yeah. learning the game and learning how to understand it. Yeah. I don't think 5e gets rid of that, personally. I still think you need a mentor. And the reason I know that is because I know so many people that, can't play the game they they have the books they don't know how yeah. to play yet but they come to me and go i would like to play can you play with me yeah yes and i teach them how to play yeah so i know that it doesn't matter how simplistic a tabletop can be because tabletop no matter how simplistic the rules get it is still going to be too complex because of the freedom we are not used to in our games the amount of freedom that these games give yeah. you mm. and that right there most of the time is what freezes people. They go, oh, I don't know what to do. I See, do, that's interesting because to me that sounds like the hook. It is the hook. It, yeah. it is the hook. Like it, this could go even, anywhere. Even to them it's the hook, but uh, it's, that, it's that moment of I have bit onto this hook and they have flung me out of the water oh. and then you're like, I swim, I don't fly. What do I do? <laughs> that's that's exactly yeah. what happens. That's a good. That's a I fun like feeling. oh freedom. Wow, I can just go anywhere, really. Yeah. But then, there's no tutorial. There's no one telling me where I have to go. I don't understand. <laughs> and oh, wait, you're telling me I have to get there, but I don't know how to get there. It, yeah, it's honestly a very similar feeling as the when you start Dark Souls for the first time. Yeah, you, oh. you're just like okay, congratulations, you've done the tutorial, you've learned how to make a character sheet, and um. We're just you go up an elevator and world motherfucker figure it out. Yeah, you're, you're dead. Like, you shit. are dead. <laughs> yeah, and you don't really know what to do. You understand the concept of the game. You know how to swing. You know how to do all these things. Yeah, yeah. But when the GM goes, okay, make a choice, or mm-hmm. okay, do a thing, and the GM didn't give you a multiple choice question. He said it's now time for you to make a decision. Right. I didn't give you a multiple choice. I didn't give you a series of buttons. I didn't mass affect you and choose. You have to choose red, green, or blue. I just said, make a choice out of the infinite possibility that comes to your fucking yeah. head. Okay. And that, most of the time, every new player I've ever met Crippled. freezes up at that mm. point. Yeah. And it's, that's usually why you have someone mentor you and go, okay, slowly teach them what they yeah. can and can't do. Not even what they can and can't do, but slowly teach them the concept yeah. of freedom. That's the part I would really like. That's the part that I would really sink my teeth into. Yeah. So, yeah. It is the freedom a lot of fun, fun for me. But, so, but it is a lot. Yeah, so in, in Pathfinder 2, that moment still exists. You still need a mentor. I'm, I'm going to tell you the, the three tenants that they wanted to keep, they failed, I would say, my opinion, okay. at making it easier for new players. Okay. As far as I can tell, it's... And I have experience in a lot of different systems, so it was really easy for me to grab a hold of this and learn the mechanics. Yeah. And... But for a new player, I can definitely see it being just as difficult as Pathfinder 1. Okay. Honestly, I, I can. Well, that, that's fair. Like I said, I haven't read as much. And you've told me that you've thought that way even yeah. prior to me saying that. Correct. And I, and so it's always going to come down to a difference of opinion. But I also have not read as much as you have. So I do not stand on the I'm just guessing. Because the problem is I'm not a new player. The, the, only, so. reason, <laughs> the only reason why I thought it was easier is because how I read it versus how I read Pathfinder when I first played it. Um, I mean, obviously, I have some more experience now, but the way that they've broken it down is a lot more like the star goes in the star shape hole, the square goes in the square shape hole. 
Like there, it is. It is laid out in an easier hmm. to, yeah. to to consume way. Okay. But I'm not saying it's not difficult. There's still like seven different shapes of star, but uh, like the the way that you kind of get there is explained in a more intuitive manner. Maybe. That's all. That's possible. Is that is that a part of what the purpose was? Was to sort of reorganize some of the information they already had? Yes, definitely. Yeah, okay. yeah they Disney did. They they took they took the the expanded universe of Star Wars yeah. and they thought, okay, we need to refocus this. Yeah, this out of ten years of making products, when you're a new player coming in, you go, holy fuck. Yeah. They just kind of went, guys, let's erase the expanded universe and just condense it okay. back to normal. Let's condense some of the normal stuff. Take and some of the things we in. learned over the ten years. Yeah. And, Combine them into one book. Now, what would an experienced player see in Pathfinder 2.0 that might make them go like, "Whoa!" E- either in a good way or bad way. Um, action economy. Action economy. Yeah. So, so Fuck what's that yeah. all about? All right. So, in D and D, in Pathfinder One, in any D and D game you've ever done, it's there's a standard set of actions. Your sta- your standard action, oftentimes maybe just called an action. Your movement action. A sort of quick action, a swift, or a f- they sometimes called a bonus. They sometimes called a swift. There's also, a f- and then there's a free, and, and then there's a free, and then there's an immediate. So in Pathfinder One, they called it an immediate. In D and D Five E, they call it a reaction. Okay. And so th- those are your fundamentals. The standard is you swing once, yep. or something like that. Movement, you move once. Yeah. You can sometimes turn your standard into a movement because a standard is a bigger action. Okay. Than movement, uh, and and they had names for each of the different actions you could do, and those actions could transfer what they are. No longer is that the key. They basically say, you, as a player, have three actions per round. I didn't specify what kind of actions they were. Three actions. They could be three movements. Yeah. They could be three attacks. But every activity you do defines how many actions it takes to do it. So instead of specifying the actions and then limiting what can be done in those actions, what they did was they said, how many actions does an, does an activity take? Okay, so so you have three actions total, but one activity might take two of those actions. Yes, okay. yes. Gotcha. and it could be in any combination. Yeah, so like, uh, so say you're in a battle, and maybe you're you know far from the enemy. You want to use two of those to move, and one of them to attack. Yeah. Or or if you're close to the enemy and you have a powerful attack that's worth two actions out of three, mm-hmm. maybe you move once and use that. Yeah, or and maybe you cast a spell that's three actions. Oh, okay. you could do that. Okay. Um, yeah, you absolutely can do that. Interesting. No, that's that's a really smart and way in, to do it. And some of and the benefit of this is there are things like channel energy. Channel energy is this thing where clerics, oh, I pulse out good health and health healing energy out yeah. of me, and I heal every ally within an AOE right. around me, within a burst around me, and that's great. You do one of those, and I can touch you and just heal you specifically as the character. It's a single target. Okay. I heal you. Okay. I spend two actions and I do the classic burst. I do three actions and it does even more. Yeah. So what you can do is there's a lot of new abilities and spells that are augmented yeah. by how many actions you take to to do that action. Crazy. So is there any so is there anything you were already using like with your character or with one of these guys with their characters, right, who who you play with? Mm-hmm. Is there anything that they're going to benefit from with their current characters? With the new setup, is there some um, spell that they regularly oh. use that will now be augmented in some way? That oh, that's the other thing. I don't yeah. even know if you've recognized this or not, Rob. 
every caster, so there's a, a meta magic. Meta magic is so sort of a way that you can augment your spells. Okay. There's another it, way to augment it, your spells. Um, it's a spice if you're cooking. I think of it like Okay. That. Yeah, you're like, I need to make this more zesty. Okay. Yeah. So that's what you do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an alteration to your yeah, spell. Yeah. yeah, I want this spell to bounce from one target yeah, to yeah. two targets. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Instead so, of lightning, you're chain lightning. That's oh, what it okay. effectively does. Yeah. Gotcha. And so what you can do is. Uh, one of the examples, for example, is all spells now. Let's say you in the old game, you okay, a level three fireball. Yeah. No, that's not a good example. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I'm trying to find magic a good... missile and like force. Uh, what's it called? No, uh, that's not even. So okay, touch of touch of cold. So okay. it's an ability you'd have. You touch a character, it does a pathetic one d six damage. Okay. Because it's a cantrip. Sure. End of discussion. We're done. That's what that spell can do. Yeah. You're level twenty. The spell still just does 1d6 damage. It's just yeah. a low-level spell. You just don't. You just stop fucking using it. Right. Yeah. All casters now get the heightened ability, get the heightened meta magic feat. All of them. By default, By default you just fucking yeah. get it. It's not even wow. a unique item. And what happens is the way they do it, so you can still, maybe you still like to use cold touch. You still want to use yeah, it as a yeah. character. Normally, what I would have to do is I would work with a player and go, Okay, let's take another level nine spell and and just reflavor it to be that. Right. Okay, I don't have to do that anymore. Spells, you can just automatically heighten spells now. Every spell has a descriptor. Not everyone, but most spells have like at this level, it does an extra amount of this. Okay. So for for every three levels, now it does one d six extra of damage. Or yeah. So so they scale to some extent. They scale the spells. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's great. And not only that, but now they have tenth level spells instead of ninth. Only yeah, nine. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're getting their spells. Their fighters got stronger, and so did their. Casters. Which that's what I actually. Uh, that is the one thing I want to ask because we haven't played it, so I realize that there is uh, only so much you know about this. But do the fighters scale better in the party to the later game? I still think they're going to have. So part of the main problem with there's there's the fighter caster disparity uh, problem, which is. A caster is known at higher levels to be able to affect the grander world more often. Okay. They can they're the types of people who will go, All right, I want to move a mountain. And okay. you go, I wish to ca- I want to cast the wish spell. And the mountain now moves an inch to the right <laughs> or something or like whatever. that. Or whatever. Or goes can, just gone. Potentially. Usually yeah. I wouldn't allow that in a right. wish spell. But yeah. you can do like, okay, I want to there's a giant tower. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's a huge-ass tower. A fighter's like, okay, I want to break it down. Like, okay, I'm going to go get siege weapons. I'm going to go... Yeah. You know what I mean? They want to break down this tower. They got to go get demolition gear. Right. A wizard just goes, earthquake. Yeah. You're done. Game's over. Okay. Tower's down. So the casters tend to have more sway on the larger world. Gotcha. And so wizards tend to be viewed as more powerful. Because, okay. And it's true. They, I say view, Utility. they are. Yeah. Utility, world, world political power, yeah. so on and so forth. And so fighters tend to kind of get this. You're just the fucking brute that stands in mm-hmm. front of the wizard at high mm-hmm. levels. You're the muscle. <laughs> yeah, you're the, you're the defensive line against, yeah. against sharp things. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And that's all it is. And, and that's a problem for someone who's playing a fighter who wants to feel on equal par. So what they did was they made the fighters a bit more versatile and a bit more fun to play. They give them a bit more abilities. But I, did still, do, I still do think that the wizards will have a disparity at higher levels. Because what they did is, even though there's a 10th level spell, the spells didn't get that much more tough. What they did was they took some of the 9th level spells and segregated the two. So some yeah. of the more ridiculous 9th level ones, they turned it like into 10th. Like Wish, yeah, they, they, they would turn it into 10th. Yeah. So the spells didn't get that much more powerful. No, I, I, that's what I kind of figured was going to happen there. Because there were some spells at 9th where you're like, 
why would I take this when I can take that? And it's like there were certain spells that were just better options. Isn't the balance from wizards, though, like cooldown? Because once they cast these spells, isn't there any kind of cooldown? That's a a gameism. Uh, So that's a a video game thing where cooldowns are are a thing. In, In the world of, like, tabletop games, it is less so that you have a cooldown uh, I mean, you do in the sense of like, oh, hey, it's the next day. Your spells yeah. refresh. But, but days can just go by. Like, you yeah. can just fast forward to the next day. Yeah, okay. So it's not much of a cooldown. If if it's like, hey, you can do that once per day, but you can control time. Yeah, okay. It's really once per day <laughs> yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there, there's... And then, then we sleep between every it, enemy encounter. It's yeah. more so that you have a, a pool, and that pool drains over the day as you use things. Okay. And then you need to refill that, and you do that by sleeping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at that point, you have so many spells that it doesn't matter if you run them. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing, is gotcha. that once a wizard gets to a higher level, yeah. they become, uh, I need to use seven different spells, and then all of a sudden now they've changed the fabric of reality around them. Okay. Like, there's, they just, they are themselves, like, demigods, effectively, when they're high enough level. Yeah. It's essentially what they are. Even clerics. Yeah. Same. Druids, same. Interesting. People who are spellcasters can just... Bend reality. Yeah. Yeah. And fighters just can't. bend things. Yeah, yeah. They bend things in reality. But they can't they can't <laughs> do some things like do they do they always have like high charisma wizards? No. They can't necessarily they, they can. can. Yeah, like they don't and always then, and then they, they can. can't they can't steal, can they? Wizards? Oh yeah, yeah totally. Oh, yeah. In what? fact, they're probably better at stealing. Yeah, <laughs> like, think, think about it this way. So why why would I use like a rogue? Would, then? would you would you carry something out of a shopper's or would you teleport it out? Uh, if you were point. shoplifting at a bank, yeah, you, you were shoplifting at a bank, you could literally just make a portal with your hand. You're in Cleveland, and you yeah. want to rob a bank in New York, and you're like, yeah, okay, fuck that. Make a fucking spatial hole, yeah. shove your hand through it, pick up a bag, and pull it through the hole. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, yeah. you've now robbed the bank in New York, and no one yeah. will know it was you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you were in your private sanctum that no one can scry into anyway. Right, right, right. <laughs> but they must have low defense, right? No! Well, <laughs> Because at high enough level, you you're like, listen, I'm a fighter. I have massive full plate armor. My AC is 43. A wizard's like, yeah, but I only exist in this reality 50% of the time. So you can't even hit me 50% of the time. So uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And you're like, your sword is valueless because I'm ethereal. That's, you're like, that's oh, amazing. okay, thanks. That's amazing. Now, don't get, don't get us wrong. Somebody can get into close combat with a, a caster and like grapple them and lock them down. Like there yeah. are ways to counter casters, yeah. but there are so many more ways for a caster to counter somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Fighters are. Just seems disproportionate. And it, it's something that's a difficult thing that the game has always had. The solution that D&D did was um, neuter the wizards. Okay. That was their solution, was to not make the fighters stronger, but to make the let's, wizards weaker. Let's take okay. the fun away. Yeah, and honestly, that's what it feels like. It, I grant that they're right, that there is a there is a disparity that needs to be solved. But I think the problem is, is the fun is only there for... Uh, the, 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 the sacrifice is only there... That's what I'm looking for. It, it sucks to take the fun away as the solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Paizo kind of just went, well, fuck it. <laughs> well, it should just be something, though, that, like, maybe their power is dependent on. Like, um, maybe maybe they need, like, great weather. So you roll um, a dice every day for great weather to see so if, like, it's, you know, they got 10 out of 20 great weather or 20 out of 20 great weather. spells require certain weather conditions and more druidic stuff. Yeah. But uh. um, here's the way, best way to look at it. And this is ultimately what it comes down to. And first off, a lot of people don't like playing casters, actually. That's hmm. actually true. Well, you also Majority have to roll people, on stuff just like you do You have to everything. roll stuff. You yeah. need to know how to prepare stuff. You need to be able to deal yeah. with... And you need to know all the spells in your repertoire. Yeah, like, you need to just know It's more. It's a complex character. Yeah. But the reason why warriors 
like fighters people who are on the front line and like rogues and stuff they all they do things and the biggest thing that they do i could equate that to you're an adult you have a kid yeah okay so let's say your kid is your wizard okay right? you do everything in your power to defend and carry that wizard through the game and, for and, as long as you possibly can. And there's so much poop. And Just so much. Right, exactly. Yeah. They poop so but, much, wizards. But, but at the same time, when you get to around 12th level, that's when the wizard is now an adult, and you're getting ready to retire. Oh. So what they're going to do is they're going to they carry clean you. my poop. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh. And by the time they're 20th level, they're making you a mansion because you took care of them and sent them to the right college. Yes. Or yes. university. <laughs> exactly. That's, that is, that's essentially how a, the party works. That's our wizards, for higher education. And that's kind of how it works. Is wizards, casters generally uh, suck balls yeah. early, early game. Yeah. But if they can survive to late game, they're gods. Whereas fighters wow. are kind of the opposite. Well, and plus, like, I mean, you could still be an all-powerful wizard, but be rolling, like, ones and twos all day. And you then, could. And, and, you... <laughs> and don't get us wrong. Fighter classes can be super fucking powerful. My favorite yeah. character that I have is basically a fighter. Basically yeah. a paladin. Well, with... and my biggest thing is I always think of, like, Smith from a campaign oh, that we did yeah. a long time ago. So, like, I was playing a, oh. a cleric, and I could, like, wish I could do destruction. I could do... Yeah. Shit tons of things that were like life changing. I could not do as much damage as the fighter could do in one swing. Interesting. It was impossible for me. Huh. I couldn't yeah, do this it. This guy could cast a destruction spell which would collapse you into a black hole, Rob's character. <laughs> whereas Smith could swing a sword and collapse half the universe into a black hole. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. That's but, awesome. but that, like, he, he downed uh, ostensibly uh, a demon lord. He, he downed a demigod in a, a demigod single blow. In a single blow. That's awesome. He decapitated it. That's awesome. And I was sitting there going, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's uh, so. Like, like you need to understand that while there is a disparity there, yeah, these things do not become useless. Fighters and stuff like that can be very powerful, especially with magical gear. Oh, stuff yeah. like that. There are ways to play your character correctly. That's true. Yeah, there, there's and, magical gear. That, yeah, and, yeah, and rogues. Okay. For instance, Osher's character. Osher's <laughs> character. He plays a rogue, and yeah. his rogue does like opens. And the he's fucking, a weird rogue too. He's a weird rogue. Yeah, he's not even the most efficient rogue. Yeah, that's the thing. Hmm. He is like about half as efficient as a regular rogue could be if you played it that way. Yep. But his character still deals more damage than anybody else in the party. Basically, you can assume that the moment combat starts, a one of the enemies is dead immediately okay. upon combat starting. That's awesome. So, so yeah, like there, the, while there is a disparity, you do not become useless. The duties shift. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's responsibility changes. At first, it's kind of like if you're playing an RTS with a friend. One of you plays really, really strong to the early game, and the other one techs up. Yeah, that yeah. is what having a wizard is yep. in your party. Okay, that's like you're really spot on with analogies <laughs> yeah, yeah. right got now. The Rob. Analogies on lockdown, man. So it's good. So they did a they 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 fixed a few things, simplified a few things. The two major issues I think that people had with the game were crafting and grappling. And grappling. Yeah, <laughs> they did a good job, I think, on both. Uh, one better than another. What is grappling? Can you explain that? So grappling, grappling in Pathfinder One is when you, when you think like uh, you want to be a Lucador. Yeah, <laughs> UFC fighters. They don't box. Okay. They don't box it out. Punch and punch back, and I punch you. Yeah, you yeah. punch me. I punch you. You punch me. UFC fighters try to, um, they try to jump on each other and, and get, get each the other pin. on the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah get that, the pin. That's grappling. That's grappling. Gotcha. That whole that whole act of the. Counter fighting, counter wrapping your legs around throwing. the other person, yeah. throwing—that's yeah. all grappling. Okay, yeah. Jiu Jitsu is primarily grappling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can it also be like WWE wrestling? Like, can I have like a Macho Man Randy Savage in yes. the game? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Really easy. 
Yeah. Fucking easy. Like, that's the thing. Is, oh we my say god! So, you could yes, have a character brother. that's su- <laughs> yeah. You could have a person that suplexes people all fucking day long. Yeah, that's, that's not a problem. That's who I'm but that's that's the thing with game. that's all tabletop though. You can always make that kind of character. Yeah, that's that's like, that's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but grappling, I, I could so see that. Like, oh wizard, you think you're gonna get me with your cold touch, brother? <laughs> like, slip <laughs> <laughs> it to a slim Jim. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but <Good> grappling <laughs> was fairly complex in the other one because it was like, okay, there's a CMB modifier, a CMD. It takes into account some things. Okay, when you when someone yeah. does this, they have to then make a counter check, and you can only use one arm, but not both arms. Free light. It, it, it's uh, its own page. The flow chart, which is supposed to be something very easy to read, is over a page long. Yeah, it's n- not smooth. Interesting. Okay. And that's the simplified version because even 3.5 was worse. Yeah. So it was a fairly complex, and that was one thing everyone was like, okay, if you're going to redo this, yeah. fucking fix this. And it also didn't scale well. It didn't scale well, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. that's that's absolutely true. It was, it was meant for monsters. It was originally designed for monsters, not for the heroes. Interesting. But heroes wanted to do it. Anything okay. a monster can do, a hero can do. Yeah. And, same, and vice versa. That's cool. And But people realize that what happens is the numbers worked in a way that the monsters who are getting bigger and more limbs yeah. tend to be a lot better at it. Okay. And therefore, it kind of just sucked at some point. Yeah, you're not going to be able to grapple as well as something that's like a leviathan with a bunch of damage. Yeah, you're a medium-sized human being, and yeah. you're like, I want to grapple this fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't work out it, too it, well it, for you. Well, ultimately, you had to use that cat-on-a-face defense to be able to even try. <laughs> Everyone's inside resting. There's one guy out there just... <laughs> yeah. trying to grapple the corner of the house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So it didn't really work well. So they changed it now. They added a new stat, which is called uh, Reflex DC, your, or your save DC, if you will. So Reflex DC, it's a really simple formula. 10 plus your save bonus. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it too much, but for those who understand what that means, it's real simple. It's yeah. 10 plus your save bonus, your Reflex save bonus. And all they do is the the opponent makes, or the grapple-er mm-hmm. makes an athletics check, in it, which is a skill yeah. check. They roll a d20, add their number that they have, and mm-hmm. they have to beat your number. Yeah. Boom. Done. Yeah, it's essentially an armor class for, against grappling. So what if what if we just have a whole party of just wrestlers, of just grapplers? It'd be effective. And basically, it. we all take on the persona of, like, an actual wrestler. <laughs> I mean, I would that, never want to play that. So you but, got, yeah. like, Nature Boy Ric Flair. Macho Man Randy Savage, Jake the Snake. <laughs> <laughs> that would Think be a really it. good one on Hollywood actually. Hulk Hogan. Be, no, for, for a module, I would 100%. Yeah, for a module, that sounds fantastic. But as a campaign, not a fucking thing. Andre the Giant, the strongest man who ever lived. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. He gets every every roll he gets. You're like, yeah, roll 1D20. Just so you know, Andre the Giant is now a literal giant. Just Yeah, yeah just so you yeah, <laughs> just so you know, there is one character <laughs> on, that is at the most. Almost got me on that one. <laughs> did a spit take on Adam. <laughs> there, <laughs> there is one character in our in our uh, I don't know what you call it. Uh, our, our Pathfinder CU, our our, our expanded universe, universe, our our expanded, expanded Pathfinder universe, Pathfinder EPU, uh, EPU, our in our EPU, 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 um, that is the most famous character uh, that ever lived, and everyone knows when I say. Who is the coolest character that has ever existed at that table? Hangman. Oh fuck you! <laughs> now you now you're you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know his name. Uh, I don't know. I have an idea. I think I know who you're talking about. Chung Po. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chung Po. Ch- his name is Chung Po. Chung Po yeah. is awesome. Yeah. He he got famous, and I, I shit you he's not. He's actually from a, from a, a source. He, he's just an NPC. Yeah. He, yeah. he existed in, in an adventure. In yeah, a mini adventure. He's a, he is a, a tournament, just an NPC. Right? Yeah, in a tournament. 
Um, and he was supposed to be a one-off, yeah. you know, villain. We, we, we say villain. We he's mean he's not like, a villain. Though. He's not a villain. He's like a but just a bar fight. That's yeah. all. Just a quick little hey, get the players into combat so they right. can kind of continue having yeah, fun. Yeah. And that's all he was meant to be. You, you forgettable character, and we move on with your right. life. Yeah. This character was built for grappling. He was no he. His ability was he would oh grapple grapple. Yeah. It was it was an Asian themed uh, adventure, yeah, yeah. so it would be super super racist. Yeah, <laughs> okay. It was Asian okay. themed. So in, in in the day when they said Oriental instead of Asian, I take it is when this was made. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. not that old, but oh, okay. <laughs> so it's concerning. A couple, <laughs> at least a couple of years, because I have it from uh, in my repertoire yeah, of yeah. it's gotten gains, and yeah. that's from at least four or five years ago. Oh, yeah, so. it's okay. We're getting better faster, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 so anyway, this guy, his whole shtick was he grappled you. Yeah. And then double grappled you so that you can get into the pin because, like I said, pit, grappling back then was fucking complex. Yeah, the different sta- statuses of grappling. Yeah, and then immediately he could start doing damage to you. So he had an ability called rap- Rapid Grapple. Yeah. And he just got famous because he could just grapple yeah. fucking everything. And he was – eventually we played him and he built up and he was like, okay, if, tentacle monster. But if I, somebody grapples me, like I'm, I just want to roll – I want to roll on a dick punch check. Like, yeah, can I do that? Yeah, oh, sweet. Absolutely. Sweet. It's very difficult. So they simplified <laughs> grappling really well, um, and that's a good thing because there are characters well, like It's not difficult if you roll a 20. <laughs> but what about crafting, though? So crafting uh, crafting is, I like I said, that's the, one, that's the one that I think they got better at, but it's not perfect. The way it works is you make a crafting check. Yeah. It costs, ha- initially, after four days of crafting, Okay. You spend half of the value of the the original item. So an item originally has value to just buy it. After four days, you spend half of the buying cost, right? Just which okay. is normal, yeah. Crafting, but then what happens is you have a roll DC and you you roll your skill check, and depending on how well you do, every day extra that you you can either at that moment spend the rest of the money and just get the item, which is basically like buying it. You're like, okay. okay, why would I want to do that? Well, the point is after the four days, you then have to. Spend time, based on your skill check, to decrease the cost that is left over. Okay. So you're not... Uh, so you're refining. So you're ref, you're refining, yeah. So you have to... Okay, there's a whole chart involved. It's like, the higher level you are, the yeah. more money you decrease from that cost. But honestly, it's quite a bit. So we're talking... They gave an example in the book of a fifth level wizard doing it. Yeah. And it was a 65 gold item that... Uh, they then, um, that they then brought down to 32 and then he made a roll, made a check, regular success, spent another 10 days crafting and every day reduced the gold, the, the cost, the rest of the, the rest of the half of the cost by one gold. So then at the end he had to so pay it, 22. 55, I think at the end of it all. Oh, Okay. Hmm. No, that doesn't make sense. No, I see what you're saying. Thirty-two plus twenty-two. Yeah, because yeah. that was half. Yeah, half. Half of what was left after the ten yeah. days. So he only okay. paid. So he paid fifty-five for fourteen days of craft. Is that better or worse than it used to be? It's better, um, because before it was even worse for timing, and they actually have rules. Before the rules were kind of nebulous. Yeah. It is better, but I like I was saying to Rob, I still think we're going to end up having to house rule the timing, the amount of time. Yeah. Mm. What we did was before we 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 have the amount of time it takes to craft because what would happen is be okay i'm level 18 yeah and i want to craft an item that's worthy of my level Mm, that's gonna take four years to make yeah okay now it's still pretty close yeah you could choose to craft you could choose to spend more money and have the item quicker 
So I think it's I think it'll be okay, but we may have to tweak the time, like how much gold yeah. is subtracted every day. Mm-hmm. It does go up to the maximum amount of values. If you're level 20 and you have the highest training in crafting, the most amount you can remove a day is 300 gold. Wow. Okay. You think that's a lot. That's not a lot. But oh. let's just, so for example, let's just take this, uh, ooh, let's just run... A level 17 item is worth 14,800. Yeah. So half of that is what? 12, uh, 12,400. 12, no, sorry. 14,000. 7,400. 7, right. So how many days of three? And, and that's a level 17, 17 item. 17,400? No, 7,400. 7, Divide 7, that by 300. 7,400. 25, 24. 24. 24.6. That's, that's wow. actually not bad. That means it would take 24, 24 days, days to craft. That's actually that's actually re- good. that's that's reasonable given yeah, where you, we've come from. You know what? That's actually really good. I take that back. That's now that I've done that that math. But that, but that's someone who's leveled that up pretty far. But I mean, they're level seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I mean, you and you can only ever craft gear. Every gear. It, but the mage. Oh, is it is it to make it so that there's a penalty if you try to craft something that's higher level than yourself? No, there's no penalty. You just well, can't but, fucking but it just do it. It takes longer. No, you just can't fucking oh, you do, can't it. do it. Okay. So you but, can see every item has an item level now. It says like item can seven. You, can you still warp time with spells? Oh fuck yeah! Then yeah, it's totally reasonable now. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's totally, totally reasonable. reasonable. Yeah. yeah, I think that I, I actually I really kind of like it. And you could speed it up if you want to by spending extra gold. I don't care with that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know what? Now that we figured that out, that at, but that's max. That's like. That's that's not bad. You're fucking. That's level twenty character crafting a seventeen item level there, item. So it, it'll never be that fast. It'll be on average. You want to craft your gear. It's going to cost, you know, thirty days. Thirty to. It's going to cost a I'm month sure, and a half. I'm sure that we will probably tweak that time frame because it's just like, all right, move a fuck along. Well, sometimes the people just want the item created, but you're like, okay, well, the god, the, the boss is going to attack, and we usually kind of just stretch yeah. time a bit, yeah, to make it okay. But that's that's a but it's a lot better considering it is. for an item of that if, level if it used to take a, you. If you have a GM that's railing you, uh, and you don't have a lot of time to play with, the mechanics now help the player more. Yeah. As opposed to where before it's like you're at the mercy of a tyrant. Yeah. There yeah. it, it, it is fair. There's a there's a few charts involved that you have to look at, but it is definitely better than the old rules because the old rules were basically two pages worth of rules and no charts no nothing mm-hmm. and it was a fucking nightmare it's a lot more codified now and a yeah. lot easier to understand yeah. yeah don't forget to take a look at your dick punch chart it's very important for grappling yes so very very important so uh, that's in there right that's in the big book so i think this went in a good direction yeah. um the characters are more unique Mm-hmm. Like the each, and I think they because of the way they designed the feats. I don't want to sit here and say that they made each character is more like the character you choose to make can you be know, more unique or more varied. But I think it's easier to follow the path to get where you want. I think that we should probably talk more to like the character building and stuff like that on uh, next week. Yeah, I think this Saturday we're gonna try and do yes, uh, cool testing. I just okay. wanted to, I just wanted to get the idea. that I think this is going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday, you and I are gonna play. Yeah, take some mental notes because I'd like to hear about that, like how, how that will. process is different from. Yeah, uh, we're from gonna have a whole before. group of kind of experienced players. Cool. Figure out how we. Yeah, like it's it. our, awesome. It's our, it's our, you know, our Saturday sessions are, um, like our sessions that are, you know, like top game okay. stuff. Those are the players going to be trying yeah. this. So we're going to be going in with an experienced team and coming out uh, with our opinions. With our opinions, cool. yeah. 
So and then uh, so I guess that does take us to we should explain kind of what's going to happen for content here. So this episode is going to release on the regular time, which is Tuesday. Uh, so you're going to be able to listen to this uh, tomorrow. Today's Monday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I lost track of time since I've been off work. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm on I'm on a holiday right now. And then uh so I'm gonna be away this week though and part of next week. So next Monday, uh we're gonna release the RuneScape episode as the regularly scheduled episode. Does nice. that work for you guys? Yeah, because our opinion is oh, no, a just... big deal. <laughs> it's just it's just an easy one, but I'm if also, I say yeah. if I say no, it doesn't work for me. Are you gonna do it anyway? Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> no, so that I, sounds I great. can't think of another way. It to, sounds great. And then somewhere in between there as well, I'm going to put up the uh, Weeby Goblins Patreon content episode as well. So then, so then we'll have we'll have uh, a little bit of an overlap of bonus content, and then that will be live. So they'll have that uh, when when the RuneScape episode goes live. Then. Perfect. So we'll kind of keep the keep the the funnel going. Well, I for, hope you went to Weeby Goblins with your scissors and was. Yeah, yeah. It's there, there it's, were some um, parts that were like I felt I felt like not on my game. <laughs> It was. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting. So I, I will. I will. I, I would say to people like, "Hey, don't pass judgment." But you know what? Whatever. It's always interesting playing judgment. with a new group. All, all, four, new all four people well, who are going to be on there. That Even just the, adding one person yeah, to the that, dynamic changes a lot of stuff. That was the problem. What and it wasn't a problem. Problem. It was a uh, we new dynamic, and trying to do too many things at once. Do you know what's the hardest thing for me on that? Yeah. Is you know you know our rule with our Saturday is the rule is we should we should be recording this. No, we should not be recording no. this because while it we have changes, a, it is it, it would is change hilarious. The dynamic, it, yeah, yeah it's absolutely hilarious our Saturday session, but we do say some risque things that I think are just not appropriate. No, super not appropriate. Super yeah. not appropriate. But because we're in a safe control yeah. and everyone knows each other and we all know that no one's and being offensive and no one's actually means what they're correct. Yeah. I mm. think it. it it, it we there's nothing there's no sense of it being construed in a negative yes, way that we get along with that but the moment the re- the recording's on you have to be well there's an element of self awareness then yes yeah exactly. that's, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be fun yeah yeah, yeah. I think it would be fine it would take if you built it around that if you built it around that yeah. that's one thing but, yeah but yeah. uh we should definitely do playing and watching just what quick like 10 yeah seconds. we can we can do it real quick. Yeah, yeah. I already got everything up for me. Orna and the boys. <laughs> that's Orna that's the, boys. the story of, of yeah. I haven't even played any Dragon Quest yep. Builders too because of that. Orna, boys, and reading Pathfinder. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So I, I guess I did a little bit more than that. Nice. Uh, Orna. So glad the boys. Someone, one of us did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually played. Believe it or not, uh, this is a callback, uh, and a lot of people will roll their eyes when they hear this title. I actually played a little bit of Daisy. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, the, so how the, different? I don't, I don't how care. different okay. is it? Uh, <laughs> from extremely, how it used to be. actually, wow. from how it used to be. Yeah, yeah. completely different engine. So I remember this. Uh, it was very simple. So and then uh, there, there was vehicles in it, and uh, and the fog no. would close in around you. What is it? That no, one? no, no. You're thinking of what came after. You're thinking, You're thinking of PUBG. Of PUBG, yeah. Player on battlegrounds. So Daisy was kind of like the progenitor of it. In a sense. Oh, yeah. It was originally a mod for Arma, and then it became its own standalone thing. Uh, when Rocket kind of went off and did his own. Oh, does it have the bases? Thing. You could build a base. Nope. Oh, shit. Uh, so <laughs> you might be thinking Rust. I think Rust could. Rust. No, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. you're thinking Rust. Rust is fairly you similar to Daisy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so <laughs> the uh, there is more similarities now than there was. Uh, Daisy is a single static map, not procedurally generated, where the items do have a rotation. Okay. And those are, in a sense, procedurally generated. Yeah, there's more to it, but move along. Um, the game has come a long way. 
Let's just put it like that. Is it so? It's a MMO shooter or like a kind of That's like a, a look at it. It's still it's still in uh, privately run games or like there's some official closer servers. to like Minecraft. Yeah, closer to Minecraft. Are there zombies in it? Yes. Okay. There are. Um, and they're like shambling zombies up until when they spot you, and then they become fucking sprinting zombies. Oh, okay. Um, so they go from uh, they go from mall zombies or Day of the Dead zombies to. Uh, what fifty yeah. days? What what's what's it? What movie called? Twenty eight weeks later. Tw- uh, twenty eight weeks later. Twenty yeah. days later. Twenty days later. <laughs> 20 days later yeah. Yeah. They turn into those zombies. Yeah. yeah. Think uh, more like uh, uh, what's it? War Z or whatever. Mm, World yeah. War Z. Yeah, where they shamble, 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 and then they see something and then they freak the fuck out. Yeah. 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 Um, but more like that, and it's it's hard to explain that game because it, it is technically very very complex. But it, on its base level, it's very simple. You go into the game. You are uh, playing a character who has no gear aside from the clothes, like regular everyday clothes on you. Mm. Um, your inventory is actually dependent on what you have on you. So if you have a backpack, your inventory is bigger, but you are also moving slower. Things yeah. like that. Or you have less sprinting than gotcha. you, and whatnot that you can do. Uh, can I sprint so, longer if I'm naked? Yeah, arguably, arguably. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, okay. uh, there's, so that's how I play. There's this some game. stuff that comes in the. In the <laughs> Can you run faster with a knife? Um. How about scissors? So could you run faster with a knife? Is the question or scissors? <laughs> no, but I don't care. You about this could. Game but, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but you can throw it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no. Um. So ultimately, the game uh, is not far and above what you might expect it to be. It is a uh, a little bit. Uh, obtuse in the sense that it is bloated mm. uh, but it has refined itself to the point now where it's very playable cool um, you could jump in and enjoy the game yeah the majority of people who play it nowadays however are people who have just been playing it and playing it and playing it so it's going to be very difficult for you yeah. to get into it um, however uh, it is also excessively fun it, yeah. it, if you like that whole hunting mentality uh, and you enjoy the uh aspects of you know slowly gearing a character that is very precarious because like you can go down in one shot in this game yeah while building up to the point where you can start taking on the more advanced people Mm -hmm. it is extremely rewarding that's cool did they improve the grappling uh no okay (laughs) Uh, no they did not Uh, (laughs) grappling in this game still still very subpar (laughs) however um it has come a long way there is now base building there are there's persistence as well yeah so you can actually build a car and like you can like take one door off one car stick it on another oh cool things like that or like tires especially in certain parts of the engine and there's like a maintenance system that takes place as well the game is not perfect uh in the sense of like all of the maintaining stuff, some of it's still pretty easy to do to the point where it's like, why even have a mechanic? But I digress. So, so how do you how do you play this game then um, without having the super experienced players around or without having griefers around? Go like, on a server that's less populated. Okay. That's basically, yeah. So for yeah. anybody looking to get in and maybe you just want to try it out without getting griefed. Make a, make a private server with yeah. a couple of friends and yeah. play. Sounds that's, like fun. That's the best way to do it. That'd be great. Um, and and then once you you are set up, take those friends and then go to another server and then and then make your own little guild kind of thing. Yeah. And, and run around and, and do it that way. Cool. Because I mean, there's there's hunting in the game, there's crafting in the game, there's base building in the game now. 
There's a lot of stuff you can do in Daisy mm. that you could not do previously. The zombies no longer clip through walls as much, cool. which is nice. <laughs> uh, that's an improvement. As much. They don't, uh, it's no, not that they the don't. They just, yeah, yeah. Here, here, not let, me, let, me, let me backtrack a little bit. They don't, so far as I have seen, but I've come from an era where they would constantly say, we fixed it and it wasn't fixed. No, no, no. So I don't know. They don't clip through walls. They have space-time magic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're dimensional They're casters. They're casters. <laughs> you know how they're kind of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were just mutated turtles and then they were aliens? Yeah. Zombies used to be undead humans. Now they're aliens. Yeah. Alien, they alien, alien wizards, yeah. But yeah. Uh, ultimately in DayZ, <laughs> just like every other zombie game out there, the threat is not the zombies. The zombies are there as an early game thing. The other players, manage. yeah. It's the other players. And Daisy is notorious yeah. for its player versus player. And that is what ultimately made the Battle Royale genre what it is because all of them took their their kind of like first steps as a daisy ripoff mm. that was then concentrated to just combat. Yeah. So if you're played, you know, player known battlegrounds, if you've played Fortnite, a lot of those games owe to a degree, not completely, but to a degree their origin to Daisy. Yeah. The zombies in this game sound like the nakeds from Rust. <laughs> just like random yeah. random naked people running at you with a bowie knife. No, that's that's <laughs> because like Rust and stuff like that is very much in the same wheelhouse as Daisy. Yeah. Rust yeah, and yeah. Daisy as far as I can remember were fairly together. Two yeah. sides of the same two sides of the same coin. Yeah, but they huh. kind of came out at same ish time. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, the mod came out way before Rust, but I digress. True. So, either way, um fun stuff is it worth picking up and playing now? Yeah. If it's on sale, grab it, play it. Um is it the next best thing? No. But it is very enjoyable. Obviously not, since games have come after it that are the next best thing. And those, but the thing is, though, that Daisy, I will give them the benefit of it has iterated upon itself and improved things, whereas a lot of the newer games are picked up uh, and then, like, waved around and everyone's yay, 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 and then game they of the die. Month and then, yeah, yeah, game of the month. Daisy, uh, while it does evolve very slowly, it does evolve. So. Credit where credit's due. Cool. Let's call it that. Yeah. Good to hear it's still alive and kicking. Well, it's undead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walked so into definitely kicking. I feel it, like I walked it, into that it one. It shambles. Yeah, yeah. It shambles along. It's <laughs> animated and kicking. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Reanimated, yes. Yeah, yeah so uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's it's worth a play. It, it's not for everybody. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. So anything else? Just that Orna. It's on you. We're we're Orna crackheads. So uh, yeah, the, the only other thing I've been, I played for like maybe a half hour was Stationeers. Not to be confused with Astroneers. It is actually made by the same person that made the Daisy mod standalone, mm. and it is a super complex version of let's build a space station, and, or a moon base or something like that. Interesting. But it is like no, no, no. You have to like manage the airflow. You have to manage the power flow. All of it is very realistic. And yeah. Not in the sense of, hey, this is like real life, right? No, like it's realistic in the sense of you need to manage shit to stay Kerbal alive. Space Program style, like level uh, of complexity. A step above. It's more like Space Station 13. Hmm. Yeah, because I know what that is. Oh, God. We need to do a whole thing on Space Station 13. <laughs> I, need to, I need to enlighten you. We need that, to do a whole episode on that, like just games like this. Talk about a super advanced game made on a shit fucking engine. God, I hate that. Oh, but it is glorious. Like you have no idea what you've missed out on. I can't even handle play. I went back to playing StarCraft One recently. Yeah. Uh, after the no, whole in control the thing, greatest games of all time, dude. Like I went back and I fought with the computer, like yeah. fought with the game more often than I actually played the fucking game. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. So that, like, that the game one, hated me. No, that That's is, what I realized. That is 100, space, 100% Space Station 13, but I, I can't get into it now. It, it's got to be its own thing. Okay, we'll do its own thing. But I'm yeah. good with that. No, Sweet. it's it's gold. It is a fucking gold. Game. All right, all right. So then, uh, so we will reconvene in a couple weeks. In the meantime, we got this episode and the bonus episode we'll make public, and then uh, and then we're good to go. Sounds good. Cool. All right, that's it for episode 55 of Rona Geek Fisher Podcast. This is Alex Austin signing off, and Plebby and Adam, and Rob now no longer pleb status. Yay! So I'll go Plebby and Alex. I, I got <laughs> Mr. I Mr. got Pleb. I got power level. Sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Talk to you next week.